my fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? If you want an abortion, get one! Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principles and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your favorite show with your favorite domestic terrorists, Alan and James. Today we got a really, really special show. It's a very last minute schedule change, and I'm very excited. I'm definitely here for it because we're going to be snatching some wigs and we're going to be talking some crazy wild man shit because Natalie Denise, our very good friend of the show, needs no introduction, even though I'm going to give her one anyway. An absolute savage in the community, an OG. She's been putting out some fire, fire digs and putting some major celebrities on blast. And uh, we're super excited to have her here. Go check out her show on, you're still on the YouTubes. I can't believe it. Can't yeah. believe you're still on the YouTubes. It's unbelievable. Good for you. Good for you. But yeah. uh, go check out she her. Hasn't yet. Huh? And she hasn't been suicided yet. I know. She's still here. God forbid. I don't think that's going to happen. I think God's protecting me, honestly. He has to be. He has the way you're calling people out. He has to be. Natalie yeah. Denise is not suicidal, everybody. She's not no. suicidal. For the record. For the record. So go give her a follower. Uh, uh, follow. Follower. Uh, I sound like Alan now adding R's to the end of my words. Uh, <laughs> on Twitter, it's Natalie Denise. Follow her on Instagram and follow her other her other page, uh, the daily counter traffic. No, the daily traffic, and the then counter traffic. traffic. Oh yeah, you have so many freaking pages now. Retard alert! You don't even need a button for that. <laughs> everybody, everybody already knows how I'm. Oh, I'll be honest with you. It's all right. I'm not retarded. So, <laughs> super excited to have you on here to to break down this most recent thread that you've you've uncovered and put in a ton of work on uh, this Madonna thread. 
and it's a really really interesting thread and doesn't surprise me at all I and mean, she's got cabal ties to her through and through um but the work that you put in was absolutely unbelievable you got really detailed into her organization so for our audience and for those who don't know uh and aren't aware can you break down uh what you uncovered with madonna and i want everybody to know that natalie was the one who put in all the work for this she busted her tail worked hours night in and night out trying to put this information together and put all all the facts together because that's another thing that you're really good at you're really good at you know, taking the cons- quote unquote conspiracy theories that everybody's throwing out there and then you're putting all the sauce to it. And that's what you're very good at. So break the, the Madonna situation down for our audience. No, hold, hold, I just want everyone to know too that that literally, Natalie, you do all this work because it. I noticed it on the Balenciaga stuff too that you did because I literally, I, I mean, I'm on, I'm on YouTube all the time. We you know people like us are always paying attention and I didn't hear anybody mention word balenciaga until it came out of your mouth and all of a sudden this influence is talking about it this one's talking about it this one's making a video this one's talking about it and i feel like the same thing happened well with it's this funny that, video. it's funny that you bring that up it's, it's funny it's, that you bring that because i don't want I, I don't want i want to let natalie talk and break this down for us but i remember when you were breaking down the balenciaga stuff natalie there was a a, a twitter account that was doing a very good job of bringing the, the information to light and you made a whole post about the fact that people were stealing this person's work and weren't giving him credit. You made a whole post about it, and you were like, I want to make sure that this person – do you remember the Twitter account by any chance that that we can give this person? Curious Light. Curious Light, that's exactly what it was. Curious Light. It's like C-U-R-I-O-S without the U. Curious Light. And I have so much respect for you for doing something like that because most people in the community would not give the people that deserve the credit uh that they deserve uh point in case this madonna thread that now everybody is ripping from you and saying that they claimed they, they uncovered it and did all the work and they're lit- you could literally see uh the post that you made the timestamps, and then the clips from your post that they're using the same highlights and everything it's it's really embarrassing um but before we get into all that tell us a little bit about this situation that madonna's in in potentially involvement in human tra- child trafficking um, break that down for yeah. yeah so I really honestly when I got into the research I didn't expect to find so much accusing Madonna of child uh, trafficking and um, their claims are more so uh, pertaining uh, what is more fitting with their laws and um, their laws pretty much say like you know they it's like no homo like we don't we don't want uh, or, or like it's it's against the law to basically practice homosexuality and uh, you know although they're impoverished they're very family uh, values focused and all that and at the time Madonna didn't disclose that she had a whole book called Sex and it was a debaucherous book full of like you know stuff that you could find on Twitter today but back in the 90s and james you know this because we're uh, around the same age like that stuff was was 
right? Like it was still taboo in the nineties. It wasn't really like as accepted and open today. It was just kind of like shocking if we saw something like that. And so anyway, um, that was one of the, that was one of the things that would forbid her from adopting this, her first son, which is David Banda. And uh, so uh, they, they kind of had a problem with her adopting that son but they went ahead and allowed the adoption they even waived uh one of the prerequisites for an adopt a foreigner to adopt which would be that she would have to stay in the country 18 to 24 months and they waived that for her for her, the first adoption just because she's madonna and this is right too like in the 90s when she was at the top of the world uh this was back so her first adoption was in 2006 so and yeah that's true like in the early thousands she was still kind of going with her music and you know she was still making and from there you know she continuously adopted uh she adopted another um another child now the thing about the the book though is that it, it it's it's scandalous because she basically signed a, a contract with Time Warner, who was the publishing company of this sex book. And they basically said like pretty understandable things. Like you can't include a child's uh, sexual abuse material. It's not the word that they use, but that's the word that I use. Um, it, Cause they'll, they'll say child pornography, uh, but child sexual abuse material, bestiality, religious aspects. They told her basically she couldn't include that in the book. Now, right after she signed that contract, she started her own publishing company called Maverick, which published everything, the music, merchandise, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And that company partnered with Time Warner, therefore nulled and void that first contract that she sent, signed, which gave her pure creative control over that book. So, so it was very, a very calculated move. Seems to be. It seems to be, in our opinion, it seems to be a very calculated move. It also seems like most of these adoptions, like they're fugazi, like they manipulated African families to give up their children who were living an impoverished life, no education, in the, under the guise of, I will give them a good life and a great education in their younger years, making them very young. And then they listen, when they have get their education, they're free to come back and live with their family. People have to realize that, that it, from what it seems like, these children she was adopting, they all had families. I mean, there was one of them where Madonna wouldn't even allow the kid to see uh, its dying uh, uh, grandmother before she died. I mean, it, it's, it's like legal kidnapping in a sense because you're dealing with a, a different government. Um, and, and they, they have her pegged. I mean, right. That, 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 that government, the Malawian government is like, yeah, she, she's a child trafficker. This, this is ridiculous, but you know, money talks, I guess. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and that's, I actually spoke to an inside source at EWF, but I'm not going to cite that as like the, the information groundbreaking, you know, I'm not going to base and anchor it on this, this piece, but they basically said, uh, that it, it's suspected that she did, uh, entice a lot of the government officials with money. And, um, you know, the part that gets really dicey is that in this book, there actually was a excerpt uh, that said 
that she had fantasies about a 15 year or a teenager i think it was like a teenager and that there were like inappropriate fantasies about this and like that it could be thrilling to do that with a teenager and all that right so there's evidence that they're like they had some valid concerns about madonna and so they took that basis or according to the ewf this is their claim they're taking that basis that she had the psychology because she had that in her book to then adopt children for you know uh we'll just we'll just say for social experiment purposes that's their allegations so yeah moving forward from what you said then she uh she adopted a few more children she adopted uh mercy james which was uh uh she she actually had to go to the supreme court to adopt this girl and hire a team of lawyers to get her and the thing that makes this disturbing is that you know post uh, finding out that she adopted this girl that she her that girl's grandmother her name is lucy lucy highly um her friend uh, highly um whatchamacallit uh, lucy lucy the grandmother oh she was highly regretful for for letting uh for even uh, giving the the granddaughter away and uh she thought that or she says that the there was a verbal contract that uh, they would uh, let Mercy go to school and then come back by grade school age uh, and live with the grandmother. Uh, and at the time, the grandmother couldn't afford to keep the daughter, the granddaughter, because Mercy was so sick. I believe with malaria, which would be common for someone living in Africa. Right, right. So she put her in an orphanage so that way uh, she could have a wet nurse and like the care that she needed. And that's the same orphanage that David Banda, the first kid, got got uh, adopted from. Now, when Lucy was close to passing away, uh, she asked Madonna or she pleaded with Madonna. She pleaded with the media at the very least to get to Madonna to please let her see her granddaughter before she passed away. And it seems to be that Madonna completely ignored that request, completely ignored that request, which to me, that infuriated me the most out of everything, out of all of this. They, they didn't let that, that it was a girl, right? The little girl. Yeah. 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 And, and I think Lucy, the grandmother, she was like in her 90s. She was sick. And she literally all she said was, I just want to see her before I die. Because she was raising the child, right? She couldn't afford it. I think something happened. with Oh, the mother, didn't the mother die at, during childbirth or something like that? Very young. And now all of a sudden, it, you know, this this old, older old lady is charged with the, with the caring of this kid. She saw an opportunity, you know, oh, Madonna, superstar. And it's just like. How callous and heartless can you be right. as someone of that status to not allow this child? And they were in Africa. They went back and and just, just say, yeah, no, they blew her off. I mean, they they blew her off. Com, you can't see your your blood your blood granddaughter, uh, which Wild. is which is awful. I mean, uh, Absolutely awful. In situations like that, where she's literally only giving her up because financially cannot afford her and realizes that she'd have a better life with somebody else who can financially support her illness and what's going on with her. Um, right. It's not like she wanted like, I, I, I don't want this kid to get this kid out of here. Like there's some, sometimes those scenarios happen. Um, right. 
and, and then they come back years later like oh i made a mistake can i see her this that and the other those things do happen in the adoption process occasionally but something like this where she clearly didn't want to give up her granddaughter she clearly wanted to be a part of her life and at least see her one or two more times before she passed away that's that's evil i don't care care who you are like if you adopt someone, like you should allow that person to see who the real family is. It's like separating siblings at, at an adoption um, situation. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It's, it's pure evil. And um, the thing is like, there were, there were uh, events that evidenced this. Like there was a woman, her name was Emmy Shanika and she was like a civil liberties campaigner, I believe in Malawi. And she was basically representing this family because the family had such an issue. They took such issue that Madonna was avoiding them that they actually had to seek like some sort of like civil counsel or, you know, uh, some, some form of legal, legal representation. And so there was an actual documented banter between uh, Madonna's lawyers or lawyer at the time and, and this family. And basically they were like the Madonna side or Madonna's camp was like, she doesn't have a legal right to see uh, they, they don't have, basically they're not obligated to let mercy see her family anymore. So even if she's not obligated, exactly. like be a human being with a heart. Like even exactly. if you're not obligated, that's disgusting. Just to to deny it, it's it's almost more evil to deny the the child from seeing their real their real blood relative than it is right. for Merce, for for the for Lucy the grandmother who's not going to be here much longer. It's it's like she deserves to know who her family is to know who her relatives are and where she comes from. Like, look, think of all the movies that come out constantly of these adopted kids that are just searching and, and just constantly looking for where they came from and what they're about. There's superhero yeah. movies. There's regular movies, like every single movie with that scenario. That's always the, the adoption scenario. That's always what they're searching for, who they are. And to deny a child of that, these people are so wrong and they they should be she shouldn't be allowed to adopt anybody ever again if she still is allowed to adopt people because that's what these people they keep it like how many children is angelina jolie adopted at this point right right oh. and so the, and it's like we haven't even looked into that right like we haven't even looked into that situation what did that look like mm -hmm. but you know and it was it's funny that you mentioned that um with numbers because it was then mercy it was mercy james and then it was the twins uh esther and stella and that they were adopted back in 2017. And uh, the father, the same thing. The father said, like, I didn't know that this adoption, he went to the Daily Mail and basically gave them an exclusive, um, you know, interview and, and said, like, I had no idea that this was a permanent adoption. I thought they were just going to school and coming back. So, like, there's a pattern there, like different parents at different times, different eras are saying the same thing. Uh, Mercy's grandmother, even David Banda, the very first kid that uh, got adopted, uh, now, I'm not 100% certain that Yohani, who is David Banda's real biological father, because there was a lot of different things in the media. Uh, I, I did read that he was regretful to let his son get adopted. And then I saw other things where he was okay with him getting adopted. So there's a mixed mixed bag with, with that parent. But with the latter, the latter parents, the grandmother and with uh, the... The twins' dad is called. His name is uh, Adam Mawali. Yeah. Uh, he was basically like, I thought that they were going to go to get educated and then come back. I had no right. idea that they were going to get permanently adopted out. 
and he was he was like a single dad yeah. right and, yeah. and the, the, the right the, his wife died I, I maybe again at childbirth and he's like wow i got these kids so maybe these mouths to feed and another one where the kindness of this super celebrity is going to educate my children and give them a good life and then they go, right they're, they're going to come back and live with me and, and they didn't and again, it's just this manipulation, like uh, like literally legalized kidnapping. I'm sure there were sums of money involved and things like that. I mean, you're, yeah. you're not doing that, especially in a country like in Africa, if there's no money involved. Because there was that you had posted a, a, an article uh, from the Daily Mail. It said revealed how Madonna charmed uh, Malawian adoption judge who asked uncomfortable questions because right. she was the top queen was robbing the country's greatest asset, its children. So do, my gut feeling is the charming of this african judge who was probably corrupt the charming part was probably an envelope full of cash that's my gut feeling i i'd be willing to bet that as well and and you could see why these parents would be willing to give their kids up to this woman considering that it sounds like they're being told one thing like hey this is just like a temporary thing we'll we'll give them an education they'll come and live with us so they can right. learn in american schools and, and and then come back to africa's and, and and i really have a hard time believing that there's a lot there's a, a very detailed paper trail with something like this like there's like like uh actually everything that there, that Madonna was saying was in writing to the parents that they're giving these kids up. It was probably like a verbal agreement, like, hey, we'll take your kids to America, get them an education, and then when once they get their education, we'll send them back to you. And the parents are like, yeah, well, we're in Africa. Like, they're not getting any education here. Go take them. I'll, I'll get them back when they're smart, and I can't wait. They'll, they'll make our family better. Maybe they'll, they'll, they'll help our family financially. They'll help us in so many different ways with the education that they might get, and especially with the dream that's sold about American education and what's going on in America. They, they're probably sold the, uh, the American dream that, that we're sold as kids that we know is uh, a fucking bold-faced lie. Exactly. And see, that's a, that's another, here's another aspect of, uh, of, the manipulation because David Banda's father, Yohani, actually is part of the, uh, I believe is part of the compl the newer complaint with the EWF uh, because in their complaint, it basically says that uh, their father claims that Madonna accused him of being an absent father and she accused Adam of being an absent father of the twins as well. Uh, according to his own words, according to the interview that he gave with Daily Mail, and uh, Yohani is basically saying, you know, she she uh, basically said that I was an absent father. That you know that he he's assuming that that's not true, but also he they they all suspect. Now this is an EWF as a holistic statement. They're suspecting that Madonna might have utilized uh, David Banda in a social experiment because uh, one one thing that is uh, distinguishable between David Banda and her biological son Rocco is that David Banda is now wearing feminine clothing and wearing makeup and you know dressing That's like a girl when versus Rocco is like just dressing masculine and and dressing like a man and with suits and sunglasses and stuff like that. So it's like you know, the, the energy is different and people, you know, a lot of, some people are suspecting and wondering why that is. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's a common theme with these celebrities. I mean, doesn't Angelina Jolie have young childs that are children that are dressing like the opposite sex, same wow. with, 
same with uh, what's her name, uh, who's dating Machine Gun Kelly uh, in Transformers. Uh, her kids, what's her, what, what's her Megan name? Fox. Megan, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Yeah, her, her, her kids are, are dressing in the opposite genders, and there's so many major celebrities that are adopting these children or even taking their biological children and uh, having them dress as opposite sex. I believe, it, it may be Angelina Jolie that has a boy that's dressed as a girl and a girl that's dressed as a boy. Like, I think there's one of them that has has two it's it's yeah. it's insane and I, I feel like you're right it is a social experiment that they're pushing on these kids they're young they're very impressionable it's not like they're they're teenagers where like they can kind of see through the bullshit they're they're little kids and they're being brought to a foreign land where they know none of the customs none of the culture they know nothing they just see all these big bright shiny wealthy status symbols that these celebrities have and they're like oh they they must know something if they're gonna have me dressing like a girl like this like you know, but you, you see, what's his name? Um, who, who did uh, what is a woman? He went and he went over to Africa to these African tribes, and he's asking yeah. he's them what people are doing in America. And these tribes are like, Yeah, that's fucking crazy. We don't want to go to America. This is nuts. Good point. You know, good point. And see, that's that's actually a good argument to make because uh, uh, a, a funny thing that actually happened was that uh, a bunch of bots and like a bunch of like these weird I don't know if they were like genuine Madonna fans or what but a lot of it seemed like like infiltration it didn't seem organic but there were a lot of people accounts Twitter accounts that came at me for exposing Madonna you know this whole ordeal and a lot of them were saying real vile things even like agreeing with the, the whole pedo argument and all that I was like okay these have to be bots because how, uh, uh, this many people are okay with this like this many people and then there were these malawian uh, accounts that were coming at me as well and they were basically like we don't care that we like what madonna did and things like that and it was basically like these accounts were suspicious because of their content on their on their twitter uh, feeds yeah i think they were bots and uh and the thing is, like, I talked to one Malaywin who was in my DMs, and he was basically like, you know, yeah, we've been watching David Banda for a long time. It seemed to be that, you know, basically reaffirming what what I proved in the thread. So it's it's funny because uh, I was telling this this guy, I was like, listen, it's probably better to be uh, back in their country, loved by their family, than in a rich situation with an elitist celebrity that will probably corrupt their minds. Yeah, and. That's the truth. It, 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 it's be worse. To stick with their culture, you know. I will look, look what we heard about the gay couple that had adopted kids that were pimping out their children to pedophiles and other gay other gay kids. Like, oh, yeah. we knew my, our friends would be interested in this, so we're going to reach out to them. Oh yeah, because we we know all of our gay friends like diddling kids. Like, who knows what Madonna is doing with these children and the circles that she runs in and the things that she's involved in. Um, yeah, promoting them and parading them around and having them dress in opposite genders clothing. Oh Nelly, do, do you think, uh, or do you know if the if the Malawian government, the EWF or anything, is actually or the president that Lazarus Ch Chakawera, whoever he is, are they taking steps looking into this? Have they? I would imagine you can still go there and adopt a, a Malawian child, right? They haven't stopped it, like, or anything like that. Um, they haven't stopped it. I think for Madonna, they actually had stipulations before, but they just did this special, uh, you know, allowance for Madonna. So um, I, I don't know that the I know that the e EWF 
and uh, the Malawian government are different. I think the EWF is just like an organization, like a kind of a like a watchdog. Okay. So I don't necessarily know right right now at this moment. If, if I was if if I saw this going on and I was the president, the Malawian president, I would do what Putin did in 2012 and basically sign into law that. You know, American citizens or American adoption agencies can't adopt any more African children and bring them to the United States. I mean, Putin did that because of the exploitation of these Russian babies that were being. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I don't know how I didn't I know how many stories there were about any of them being exploited or trafficked or anything like that. But I'd imagine there were probably a lot of them. My my aunt actually, my mother's sister. Um, I'm going back uh, in the '90s. Adopted a brother. Uh, and sister Russian babies and brought them here to the United States. Now they're older now. They're in there like they're probably almost 30. But then I guess they saw there was so much uh, like very high numbers of Americans wanting to come to Russia and, and adopt babies and bring them back. And Putin was like, eh, you know what? 2013 was like, I think January 2013. They were like, yeah, we're done. No more assistance, no more uh, adoption agencies, no more citizen, American citizens can adopt our babies and bring the country in the sense of to protect the children in Russia from any type of exploitation and trafficking. And it also right. makes sense on, on Putin's stance on globalists and pedophiles and how he was vocal about that. I mean, I, so what are they, so what are they doing? They can't get Russian babies. So what are they doing? They're going to get African babies. They, they've always enjoyed, they've always gone to these places, these very impoverished areas that don't have much, and they love to take these babies. A perfect example is right after the Haitian earthquakes in 2014. And mm -hmm. they, went, they went down there. They, they raised all this money. And they were like, yeah, uh, we're going to go and help. They built three little shacks. Uh, but while this is all going on, Laura Silsby, uh, who happened to work as the VP of marketing for a company called Amber Sense. Amber Sense happens to be the same company, the parent company that sends out all of our Amber Alerts. Just a coincidence. She's the VP of marketing, and she also happens to be on the board of the Clinton Foundation. No coincidence there either. Um, she was caught in the Bahamas trafficking 33 Haitian children into the United States. And when she got caught, she told the authorities, oh, I, they, they lost their family in the earthquake. I was <laughs> trying to give them a better life in America. Come to, find out, come to find out. Their families aren't, didn't die in the earthquake. They, they were alive and well, and they were desperately, <laughs> desperately missing their children who all of a sudden went missing. And she, she got charged, convicted, and, to, and uh, only got a light two-year sentence because Slick Willie and Hill Dog came in. It was like, ah, oh, yeah, let's, let's uh, sweep this under the rug like they did with Jeffrey Epstein in his first arrest. Right. Um, yeah. this, this is what they do. They take these – they go to these places with impoverished children where – they can sell the idea or the narrative that oh they don't have a family that cares about them they're from the they're, they're from nothing so we're going to bring them here and give them a better life and people are like yeah good job pat you on the back you're doing such great work thank you so much for having a heart meanwhile exactly. they're these kids and they're doing these evil nefarious things whether it be mental torture physical torture etc uh, to these these young children who literally have no idea what's what because not only are they kids but they're from a totally different part of the world yeah. exactly exactly 100 percent. and it's it's like how many times do these things these occurrences how how many times do they have to parallel and be, and and um 
and they're all similar for us to get it that, you know, there's, there's some sort of thing that's going on within the elite. You know, why do they need, there's plenty of children here in America, right? And they have to go to all these foreign ca- countries to get kids. Oh, you, you want, you want a little black baby. There's plenty of, of orphan black babies. You want a little Asian baby. There's plenty of orphan Asian plenty. babies in the United States. You want a you Latino want- baby. Got those two. Plenty, plenty, whatever, whatever you want. Although it, it's probably easier for these rich people to go to another country, grease the palms of everybody, political and, and all that corruption, the levels of it to get those kids here. I'm imagining the, uh, the paperwork wasn't very strict and it was just all right verbal agreements here and there and it's just that, that much easier they're far away from home so they know that they have them trapped there where a lot of these people unless they're babies of course but younger kids who are getting adopted and going through the system in america a lot of them kind of know how the system works and are, they, they, they become very savvy, even at a young age, where if they're not in a comfortable situation, they know who they can kind of go to and report the situation, say, where you have little African babies or wherever they're from. No uh, one to check on them. They, no one to check on them. Nobody's checking on these kids. There's no caseworkers. There's no, no, nobody's checking on these kids. They're lost in the right. system. Who even knows who has them? And, and you know, it, it's, it's, it's wild. You know, you talk about the Haitian children. When when all of these Haitians were coming over the southern border, people were like, "Ah, oh, they're coming from Haiti. They're actually coming from Chile because that's where a lot of them migrated after that earthquake. They ended up in Chile. So large population there because of that incident. I'm wondering if, if anybody's looked to see if, if anything connection with children that have been um, relocated to Chile and in between, if there's any – any any funny trafficking business going on there? You know, look, what they, look what they did with with Laura Silsby. I'm sure she was not a one off. I I guarantee they had many Laura Silsby's running around grabbing as many kids as they could to yeah. bring wherever in the world. I Natalie, you made a great point. Like, how many times does something like this have to happen to where like, hey, uh, this is a little this is a little off. There's way too many things going on. And and also recently in the mail the news that I wanted to get your take on is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. And her disgusting artwork that she has, like what's with these evil people in the artwork and and children, like it's always children. The Tony Podesta artwork, now this, it's it's evil. And if you haven't seen it, and she, did, she did make a statement in reference to it, which I didn't read the whole thing, but I was people were saying it was kind of odd. I don't know if I saw. Did you did you post something about it, Natalie? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, it's it's actually in the thread that I made. Um, they. Actually, uh, what did she say? She said that it, it what uh, what it is. She's like, I am a truth teller. Uh, I took down the post because it made put people upset. She was like, it's um, it's actually a mother who took a picture of her daughter playing in the backyard. There's nothing more, nothing less. And people were just like, really? Because if- and it was given to her like 20 years ago or something like that. I think she claimed. But even if it was like, who hangs that up in their house? Like that's the, right. like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like my mother has photos of us doing weird shit as little kids, like playing and, 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 and things like that. But sh- you don't hang that stuff around the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. exactly, exactly. Like it's, this is a, a child who looks like cramped. it doesn't look right. And I, I, and a lot of people, here's the thing, like, 
uh, I'm going to kind of go into a little tangent. A lot of people like there are some populations that are like, there's nothing wrong with this. It's just a kid that's playing in the backyard. I'm like, yeah, but my mom would never sell my picture of me playing in a backyard. Like I get it. Like we have, yeah, we probably have like, especially (laughs) as old school people, like we probably do have, uh, you know, childhood pictures of us playing outside with our, you know, little girls, you know, and or in diapers or whatever. And we're taking baths, you know, whatever. Like we have those pictures. I'm sure a majority of the people do. Um, But it's one thing to have those privately, uh, you know, held within your family until your mom busts out the photo album, right? Like that's one thing, but selling a picture as a portrait with your child or your girl who is shirtless in a tub like she's completely nude she's right. you know. it also doesn't make sense because which i, I think you had uh or i think some people were posting on your thread twitter thread um you know uh the photographer's name is betsy schneider and she actually has betsyschneider.com backslash new gallery and there's there's pictures of other little children shirtless has makeup on don't pull it up james i don't even want don't even bring these pictures up. it's it's, it's hard it, it, it's I'm, I'm looking at them now and i'm scrolling through one kid with his ass hanging out looks like he's taking a pee in a field and this is this from the same photographer so i can't buy the story that this woman took a picture of her kid and gave it to jamie lee Curtis. I, I i don't uh, th- there's more behind it. The, she's taking the photos and, and, and uh, yeah. yeah. And see, like, I, I don't, I, here's the thing. Like I, I just opine on things. Like I opine. It's like, in my opinion, this, like, I, I would never do this. With my, I would never allow my kid to get photographed naked. I, maybe the, the early thousands and nineties were different times, but um, this is just like, it's that, like she, she just has like random kids, uh, boys that have their short shirt off, but, and these are like almost toddler kids. They're, yeah, they're toddlers. Three, and four, five. The sh- yeah, the shot is like really in the danger zone of showing that part. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. low waist. It's not showing the private parts. But it's oh. still low waist enough where it's like, ooh, this makes me uncomfortable. But she's got one of the little boys like wearing a flannel shirt. His ass is completely out, pants yeah. are down. He looks like he's peeing in a field. That, <clears throat> okay, so that gallery in itself, that woman, this woman Schneider, who, who openly takes these photos, that just proves that Jamie Lee Curtis, that post, and I, I pulled it up, that she said is a complete lie. Last week I posted a picture of some chairs. That included a photograph on the wall by an artist that was gifted to me 20 years ago. I under and I I, I also don't believe that that picture is 20 years old, but well, who knows? I understand it has disturbed some people. As I have said, I'm a truth teller, so here's the truth: it's a picture oh, yeah. of a child taken by her mother of her playing in their backyard in a tub of water. Nothing more, nothing less. I took down the post because I didn't want to keep something up that upset anyone. So now I want to know if that child in that little tub was. Betsy's kid or Schneider's that's, kid. That's exactly what I was gonna say right now. Like, because there's multiple kids, there's multiple kids of different, you know, kids. different variations. Like, who how, how did does she know Betsy Schneider? Like personally, how does she know that that's her actual daughter? Well, you she know, it was given it was given to her by uh, a friend. Um uh, I, I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, even if it was given to her. By a friend and it is her friend's child 
as a gift. Maybe it's your goddaughter, whatever it might be. You don't display that in an office setting. Like if anything, you put that in a very private, you know, area to display. That's not something that you put in an like in an office type setting. If you look at the photo where the photo is actually sitting, it's a it's a very public like office type round table conference table type setting i'm sure it is but it looks like it's a spot where she's got multiple people entertaining um and you know again you know we all have you know every 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 parent has the photos of their kids in the bathtub or with the cousins in the bathtub but like that's not something that you like even put in a frame and like put on the on the on the desk in front of the house or the random dresser in your living room like that's something that you keep in the photo album like natalie said to, to for mom to pull out the photo album when you have a, a, new, a new girlfriend or boyfriend coming over to to show you the embarrassing picture kind of thing like that's not something that you display for the entire world everybody no. comes over your house to see it's like epstein displaying bill clinton in a blue dress and red shoes as soon as you walk into his house like right. that's not a photo that you display for people Oh, I exactly. Would exactly. 100 percent. And it would be understandable, like, you know, uh, 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 parents, parents. But, you know, it's just a thing like the moms do here. You look, look at my baby when they were like three years old. Aren't, aren't they so cute? You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's it's not a norm to publish these photos as portraits to to hang as decor. Like, that's weird to me. And some people had different takes on it. I noticed like on your on, on your thread. Um <clears throat> this Lizzie Stardust, she's like, am I the only one not scandalized by this particular photo at all? It evokes feelings of childhood in the summertime. Um, and then someone else was like, yeah, what kind of, what kind of a scandal is this? Some people don't like Jamie Lee Curtis's taste in art. That I just, it's just a dumb comment, but that one Lizzie where this picture actually, you know, reminds her of feelings of childhood in the summertime, which is weird. I mean, it doesn't remind me of playing in a plastic kiddie pool. First of all, I, I was never really running around naked, but, you know, I, I can tell you that my, my, I know it was different growing up for us because it wasn't so prevalent of what was going on with child pornography and these right. photos and stuff. Yeah. Because like, so I have a I have a picture of when I was I was probably six maybe maybe seven literally sitting on the toilet bowl you know naked with a giant old newspaper reading it like an old man and my mother happened to take a picture of me but I was smiling for the picture but you don't see me you, you see the newspaper but now now today if that picture had gotten uh, uh, spread around on social media. They would turn around and say, "What is this? What is this kid's mother? A pedophile?" You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was a lot different back then, but it's more prevalent now. And when, all right, if it was Natalie, if it was just this photo that surfaced, and no other photos were surfaced, and this woman did not have this album of all these kids in weird, provocative uh, situations in photos and exposed, I would, I would still think just for me my taste is that picture is weird i i don't think it's in good taste to just have a picture of what appears to be a naked kid but if it was if if that was it i wouldn't be like oh this is on to something else a little bigger but obviously when when you're doing this to multiple children you can't turn around and tell me that all these kids are hers and she's just taking these photos for the hell of it and then giving them to people as art no that's a little weird 
Yeah, yeah, and it happens to be like that kid was was the the photographer's kid or whatever, you know, like yeah. that one out of all the kids, like that one conveniently was. I don't know, man. It's it's such a bizarre it's a bizarre thing. And oh, uh, we didn't even mention the the um, Skype via Skype uh, collection on her website where she basically like it's screenshots of her skyping with what seems to be uh, teenage and tween boys. And she's just screenshotting like different parts uh, at different times. One of them like was of a boy's nipple, like when she she was talking to why? them. And it's just like this photographer. Why? Yes, the photographer or Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, the photographer. That's why. Yeah, for what purpose? And what what's your fascination with taking pictures of young children in like naked or half naked? Like like. Again, if it's your your child, that's that's one thing. That's that's one thing to, to talk about. If it's your kid, whatever. But it doesn't right. like there, there's so many kids on this thing. It doesn't seem like she's got like nine, ten different children. She's you know, she's probably taking pictures of other people's kids in and they're naked or half naked or exposed in some way. Like framing them and giving them the people to hang in their house and and making money and selling it like who who wants to buy that first off like i question you if you want to spend money and buy that would i be exactly would i be exploiting children if i took the picture of myself naked on the toilet pole with the with the newspaper and the horribly tiled bathroom and framed it and started selling it online would i would that would that me be exploiting children when it's myself um, I mean, it's you, so it's it's a totally different argument. It's like, but I, it's also it might be exploiting an idea of children that you know it's okay to, to take random pictures of them pooping on the on the on the can, right? I was a like, good looking kid, I'd imagine pedophiles might want to buy it. I could make some money with that photo. Ew! I mean, okay, <laughs> if you want, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. But okay, Alan, Alan wants to see Lizzo naked, so don't take anything that he wants to say. So does everybody seriously. else who has a curiosity of what it looked like? Anyone no. who says anyone who says that if Lizzo walked in a room naked, that they would <sighs> look away like it was a train wreck. Is full of shit. You're lying, and I know you're lying because yeah. No, because no, as soon as as soon as it walked in and I got a glimpse, no, nah, I, I don't want to see that shit. It's disgusting. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna use the new N word for fat people. I'm gonna call you're her. Lying. You're you lying. see this? You see this okay. new story? Obese uh, calling an obese person is the N word for fat people. It's the new thing. That's amazing. Yeah, that's how far we've come, Natalie. That's that, how far we've come. That, that positivity. I can positively tell you. That fat people who try to say fat is healthy are disgusting humans and should not be allowed to walk around society influencing children. They are no. obese pieces of garbage. And I, obese, 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 obesity kills. You are a fat and you should not be acknowledged if you're telling children this is healthy. No, she, she, she is a fat acceptance dietitian. That's what her, her title is, is a profession, this woman who said this. So that's and, made up. I can, I, I can and I was up. like, wait a second. So, so what's your advice to not work out and just eat like right. shit all day? Like that's pretty, that's pretty hard work there. Uh, these, these crazy, but I, before we get, start gangbanging on fat people again, like me and Alan like to do, I want to circle back to the Skype situation for a second, because someone in our, in our chat uh, said uh, reverse speech said, why are you Skyping with a bunch of kids with no parents present? Are the parents present 
with these kids while she's screenshotting these photos or is it like just her just having a random conversation with some random kids that she might be trying to uh take photos of like what's the and that's the thing that's a good point because these uh the boys they just seem to be in a room by themselves like uh, the question is like did they have parental supervision while they were skyping with this woman like it's just it's it's very creepy it's very creepy where she could screenshot a nipple like a young boy with no shirt that she could screenshot a nipple like that's that's really weird that that's even even available for her to do excuse me in a skype call like we've we 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 do this all of the time we're on skype calls we're on zoom calls we're constantly interacting with people via the internet especially since the 2020 scandemic but especially with what we do for a career interviewing and doing shows we're constantly on video platforms there Mm -hmm. has not been one scenario and i've done a couple hundred of these at this time you know probably over ten thousand hours worth of video conferences and there hasn't been one opportunity for me to screenshot a nipple like how does that happen you know what i'm saying like (laughs) <laughs> with well, a child i mean and, and there were child. a lot of body parts like there were a lot of body parts that were screenshot like it was an arm and it was like random it was blurry and it's just like the composition of you screen like you putting together a whole uh page full of teenage boys while you're skyping with them and just screenshotting them randomly is just a weird thought to me why would you do that? I think that's like the biggest lingering question. Why would she do that? What was the idea behind that? And uh, it seems to be that she was also uh, very like interested in youth because she did an entire series on uh, being 13 years old, for instance. You know, mm. like, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm like, I'm not like what like i'm not like unless i'm i'm in i'm in high school in junior high in my junior high newspaper class my newspaper elective like i i as an adult am not interested in just i don't know like keeping a biography of 13 year olds it's weird it's beyond weird yeah why why would you want to do that i i i I get i get people that are nostalgic or they uh they like to do remember when and like sit back and reminisce about their time in high school and like i say all the time if given an opportunity to go back to high school i would go back in a second no responsibilities like i didn't know what, you didn't know what you had in high school all the adults are like oh you don't want to grow up you get to see your friends every day you didn't really have as many responsibilities as an adult i understand that narrative but to sit there and want to do biographies and, and and do the things that she wants to do with these young kids makes no fucking sense that's so weird. Yeah. No, and see, like we 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 spent all this time talking about de- that the the photographer of this this photo uh, this photo portrait, right? But it was like you know it, it, when you do a reverse search, uh, image search on tineye.com, it'll give you like all these links, right? So that's how like I found Lens Scratch. Uh, and this is where Betsy Schneider was also featured on Lens this Lens Scratch article. But they also mentioned many other photographers, uh, one called Desiree Edkins, another called Sean Records, and the other one called Timothy Archibald. Now, Timothy Archibald, that one was, Betsy Schneider's was disturbing. Like, it's just like, why? I think that's like what it boils down to, like, why? 
Timothy Archibald had a series called Echolilia. And there it was just like boys, like again, boys. Why are they so obsessed with boys, little boys, tween boys? And some of them were in very uncomfortable scenarios. One of them uh, with without undies, laying on the floor. They didn't show like the private parts, but still like, you they're, know. They're, one they're had... sexually explicit. Like they're, you could almost tell the intention of the they're photo. Suggestive. Yeah, that's what I, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. Thank you. You know, yeah, wow. they're suggestive. And one had pliers in their mouth. One had like rubber bands around their, their face. And the other one was sitting on a bed. Once again, like the private parts weren't showing, but it's still like you, you it was again, like nu nudity suggestive with the bag over their head. Like it was just really they weird. Were, they were it's photos, like, correct? Not. They weren't like drawings or photos. They're photos. They were so they were almost like realistic versions of the Podesta artwork that were drawings. Like they're very sexually explicit. Like these little kids sitting on a bench. They're all wearing red shoes, little tiny dresses, kind of thing. They weren't they weren't naked or nude or anything, but you could tell the suggestiveness of the artwork looking at them. Like none of the you look at that kind of artwork and you're like, yeah, this isn't this isn't normal. This isn't right this is disturbing no. this is weird and anybody that sit, sits here and looks at this and is like yeah that's that's just artwork like that's my favorite excuse is like oh it's just art it's just well, art. Where, mm -hmm. where do we draw the line ladies and gentlemen like where do we stop and say hey you know what um this is this is no longer art this is this is cross the line of artwork because if you want to use that excuse oh this is this is just art you could do that about anything like you could right. literally do that oh someone just took some children's blood that they got from the from Planned Parenthood and made some artwork with it. Oh, it's just art, guys. It's just but, fucking art. So on yeah. on top of, on top of that, like when you when you were doing the Balenciaga um, um, stuff, which you know, it all kind of died out. I mean, it doesn't seem like anything's going to happen with these people or anyone's going to be held accountable. They had you know made some statements and whatever else, but whatever, you know, it it it, it goes on and hopefully they will. But you had. You were pointing out other photographers, especially ones uh, dealing with children in, in in the Ukraine, and we know Ukraine is the a, a cesspool for money laundering and trafficking. And you know, on on your thread again, this guy, lucky immigrant, we talk about art and fashion, where there's this uh, Instagram uh, account, and that's crazy how many Instagram accounts there are. Like this, this I tell you, there is some mm -hmm. really real creepy instagram accounts that is like oh yeah but disneyland for pedophiles it is so disturbing i so post disturbing. something about my political ideologies that will get fact checked and sometimes removed but then there'll be accounts that have pre oh prepubescent little boys and girls dressed very suggestively allowed on there with thousands and uh, tens of thousands of followers and likes that there's an account I'm looking at right now. I pulled up from, from the thread from lucky immigrant. It's, it's from Kiev, Ukraine, G R S D K Y I V is the account. And there's two boys. They probably between the ages of 13 and 15 leather coat, like drawings on them, like their tattoos, leather, leather uh, uh necklaces and chains and there's there's another one literally of a boy dressed in all white with black suspenders this kid looks like he's probably 15 and 16 acne on the face and his whole crotch of his white pants looked like 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 he soiled himself like 
Literally. What is this? Okay, lucky immigrant? No, well, Instagram. Lucky, lucky, no, lucky immigrant was the one that had posted it on your thread on Twitter. The actual Instagram account is GRSD KYIV. No, that that is that is my thread. Right. I got it off your thread. I just saw this. Maybe he just, uh, he just answered it, but literally, you know, 400 likes for a kid that may, I'll give this kid maybe 16, maybe 17, um, literally wearing like a, 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 a black ribbon around his neck shirtless with these weird black shorts on sitting on a young child's rocking horse, holding a wooden sword. All yeah, out of yeah. Ukraine, and, and, you know, a, a girl that's probably looks like she's 12 or 13 wearing red underwear, knee socks. Her legs are like spread. You could see. And she's wearing some weird shirt. 550 likes on this. It was literally just posted September 8th, 2022. No, it is uh, so uh, sick that these accounts are there and just people are. What's ugh, what's even what's even, what's even crazier um, is the fact that you can report these accounts you can you can report them yeah and twitter will say oh they we can't find anything wrong meanwhile the three of us will post something that has no explicit content whatsoever like i'll post our flyer for our show and it'll give me sensitive content warning on it i can't even they won't even take my money to do promoted posts on twitter let yeah. alone instagram instagram is basically fucked i might as well just just throw the whole fucking app out no one sees anything yeah. but you, you 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 can you can literally see all of this on Twitter, but yeah. the three of us are the problem. They shadow ban accounts like us, or they delete accounts like us. But those accounts totally fine. Forget about the full blown porn accounts and and that crazy right. nonsense. But this is exploiting children, and it's it's totally fine. And even even now, oh, yeah. after, after the fact that Elon made this big statement about getting rid of child pornography, like what are we doing here, ladies and gentlemen? It's it's still there. It's still alive and present on this platform. And nothing is really being done. It's almost like, oh, I'm going to make this statement so people stop making a fuss about all the child porn on Twitter when in reality it hasn't really gone anywhere. Right. Natalie, I wanted to ask you because I, I wasn't sure. I don't really follow it too much because I, I I like just about every movie, almost every movie that Jamie Lee Curtis is in. She's in one of my favorite movies, Trading Trading Places, with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Um, I think that might have been the only movie she actually showed. You mentioned her. that last Tuesday. Yeah, you mentioned Trading Space. That's a great, I had just seen it. It's a great movie. But it, you had, like Freaky had, Friday? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just throwing that out there, Alan. I'm being a dick. Um, well, do, have you seen any other questionable issues that Jamie Lee Curtis has been involved in as far as with kids and all this stuff? Um, there were some circulated Instagram posts that people kind of tagged onto my thread as a comment where, you know, there was like one little teddy bear getting spanked by a doll. Uh, you know, it's, but, but as far as anything like this on this scale, not necessarily. I mean, I guess, I guess that's the, the most surprising photo is that teddy bear. Um, but outside of this, I mean, oh, I was just kind of concentrated on this. Teddy bear is awfully interesting that you bring that up, though. That's something that they made a centerpiece of in the Balenciaga campaign. These little fucking yeah. teddy bears, the little B BDSM um, bears. What, 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 what's what's your, all right? So she posted it. I mean, she she there was a post about it. She addressed it, which I, I I see that the how she addressed it is a complete lie because 
this woman's out there, this photographer's out there uh, taking pictures of all these of all these children and, and Skype nipple, you know, taking Skype pics of nipples of teenage kids, which uh, even if I wanted to give the benefit of the doubt to Jamie Lee Curtis, that she didn't know about all the other stuff that this woman does. If um, Jamie Lee Curtis did post that and she said she removed it, whether if she did or not, we don't know. It, it could still be hanging on her wall for all we know. Do you think that was just, I mean, she she really didn't have to give anybody an answer. I, I think she just removed it from Instagram. I don't think she removed it from the wall. Oh, okay. They just removed the right. She removed the post, right? She removed. Yeah, the post. she removed right. the post. It, it was that everybody? Yeah. The, yeah. Being that she did that, I mean, if like what? Why would you? Why would she even care then at that point? I mean, she's Jamie Lee Curtis. What does she give a shit what anybody thinks? I mean, she she gets hate. She's Jamie Lee Curtis have been has been getting hated on for her entire life because of that so-called picture that was going around where they introduced her into the world being born as a boy and, and is, and is called a hermaphrodite constantly that Jamie Lee Curtis isn't really a woman, you know, that, that oh. rabbit hole and everything else. So Which I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. I'm not saying right, it's true. It wouldn't literally, surprise me. Like, literally. I think there was a black and white photo of her as a baby, if it's real or not. And they, like the, the birth announcement that they, they gave birth to a, a baby boy. I don't know what the name was. Maybe it was Jamie also, cause it could be a boy or a girl. Mm -hmm. And then she decided, hey, early on, you know, they would call them hermaphrodites back then, or they'd have both parts or part of both. Both, I don't know, whatever. Um, to me, she's she's a woman. It is what it is. But she she why should she have to care what people think on Instagram or anywhere else? That she's, oh, I'm going to remove the post. I'm telling the truth. You know, part of me kind of wants me. Part of me wants to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I also don't like the fact that she made that statement. And if you look at what the photographer has done, it seems like a blatant lie to me. So it's weird. I, I don't know. I stopped yeah, giving I these mean, people it's, it's a benefit. It's a bit of a contradiction. It's a bit of a contradiction in 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 many ways. In many ways, it's a yeah. bit of a contradiction. But I, like I was saying, there's we're dealing with these people in Hollywood, and Natalie said it at the at the top of the conversation. Like, how many times do these things have to happen? And come out come out of the woodwork until we start to say hey maybe these elites are into some weird shit that uh we should start questioning because it's it's time in and time again this is happening like we're seeing all this weird shit surrounded with elites hollywood celebrities and children and like weirdness not just like like a nor like I, you like we said earlier you could see a, a normal photo of a young girl as, as, as her daughter or whatnot uh, on the counter you could you can you can explain that away but some yeah. random child in a in a box like that, you can't explain that. There is no rational explanation as to why you're hanging that in your house. You know, yeah. it's the same the same argument we go to with the Podestas. They're like, oh, it's art. Well, well, what? Why do you want to hang this in your house? Like, this is disturbing. Like, people look at it. They go they go online and look at the Google pictures, and they're like, yeah, there's this is weird. Like, this is disturbing. Like, why would you want to hang this in your house? Like I get yeah. people into horror, horror and some some weird shit. Like I get that, but when we're talking about children, that's a totally, totally different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's just um, it, it's it, it it has to just be as straightforward as they're into it. I mean, they're they're into mm -hmm. those photos. So they it's it's very practical. They're into it. They hang it on their walls, and that's it.
Yeah, I'm, ty- I'm tired of the excuses, though. Like, we, we sit here and we try to explain why these people should get away with it or why they – it's not a big deal, guys. Uh, you know, she's, she, she was an, it was an innocent photo of some random kid. These things continue to happen, like Balenciaga with their, their bullshit apology and, oh, we had no idea it was happening. Like, I'm tired of letting these things slide, and then, we, then it gets swept under the rug, and then nobody says a thing about it ever again. Like, nobody ever talks about it, and they continue – on business as usual they continue right, doing the what they're doing the pan and then it's on it's on with yep. business as usual right you know i, I wanted to i want to kind of just rewind to madonna again because go I, for it let's and, do it so natalie like you have madonna that has has obviously adopted several several children i mean she has her website up and still takes donations about what she wants to do i mean it's to the point where they know she's full of shit where they don't they won't even allow her to build schools that she wanted to i think they 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 told her she couldn't do certain projects they are like that the malawian government is on to her and how she still keeps getting away with it well we know corruption and money talks but mm-hmm. all right so she gets the children in africa or if angelina jolie gets children from africa whoever wants to go get children from africa they're you know two for one deals in Africa. Everybody, you're bringing them you to get the, a child. Yeah, now you, yeah, you get Oprah. You get a child. You straight, get a child probably straight from her school, which is involved in some right. nefarious trafficking stuff. So, so when they yeah. when they bring them here, I'm curious about the next step when you're bringing them into this country now and the paperwork that has to be done. I mean, I mean, obviously they're not like fruit, like with customs and everything, but I would imagine there would have to be something. When you're bringing them here to not register them like dogs, but in a sense, like you're adopting children from another country to come and live with you. Is there some sort of barrier, some sort of, of, of you know, requirement, process. You know, process that you have to go through to bring the children into this country? And, and who, who, has would, to be. Who, would, who would be doing that? And is there any accountability on the follow-up of these children and stuff like that? Like, do you have any idea? Uh, no. No, uh, you know, they, they just it, we can't even have an accountability system for the people uh, for the kids coming over at uh, the border. I mean, right. no, that's true. But let me know. I feel like this might be a little a little different than the border in, in, in some sense, because you're bringing a child from another country in. So now how are they going to get citizenship? How are they going to like it's not like they can get a work visa, their kids. No, but they uh, could, Maybe there's something with the adoption paperwork and then. Uh, a student visa at some point when they start school. I mean, there has to be some sort of documentation and account. They have to have a social security so they can tax them at some point. Like they have to, there, there has to be something. Cause the, you know, the big daddy government's not going to allow them to just live freely without getting money from them. Let's be real. Um, I'll look into because that's a very interesting question. Alan. I mean, uh, then, I mean, did you, it's not like you just grab these kids from Africa, bring them here in, in, in dog cages, and then that's it. You bring them home, you know? Like, I mean, I, when I, I, I my, my last dog that I rescued out of a kill shelter in Los Angeles, it was the amount of paperwork I had to do between the shelter, the airport, the airline, flying the dog from, you know, Los Angeles to, to Newark to go pick it up was so much. So I'd imagine you would hope that adopting children out of the country is a lot more than what I had to go through from bringing a dog across country. You know what I mean? Like, right. You would think you would hope I'm curious about that. I want to know what the process is, especially a child that comes from a country that has multitude of diseases that we wouldn't want to bring over to the United States. Like, it's not like, uh, they're coming from a place that is a clean 
place of living. Like most of these people are living in 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 mud huts and in, in, in the jungle of Africa. Like is it's not part, like is this, is this the part of the show where we just go off the wall and get racist now, James? Is this what you're doing? No, but they're living in like a lot of these. <laughs> let's be real. A lot of them are living in Africa, and, of course, in, in, in squalor. Like racist. Racist. What, what was the what was the joke Alan made the most racist joke last week? <laughs> you had me die, and I forget I what it was. Make, I don't make never, racist. never, Alan, never, Alan. Never. I don't know what you're talking about. Comedy Alan. is comedy, sure. and if people take offense to it, if they, you know, if it gets a little yeah. racy, then oh, that's, that's a you like issue. That. That's a you issue. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Natalie. Oh no, I was just chuckling. <laughs> oh, you're just just chuckling. Um, so. How old is her Madonna's oldest son, Danny? Uh, he looks like he's in his 20s now. He's actually, I think he's 17 years old. He's still a minor. He's still yeah. a minor. because And that's the one that she dresses up in weird woman's clothes and parades him around like he's just an art exhibit? Actually, he might be 18 years old now. He, in 2021, he actually had a sweet 16. So he had a sweet now, 16. yeah, now he might be... <sighs> 20 he might be 18 years old like here is he a citizen of this country here's from your thread this is him right yeah and the red banda like what about this is normal (coughs) like what was i would love to know what his upbringing was like like his upbringing was weird from a a weirdo (laughs) yeah what 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 type of things that she had him do like Things like this don't just happen. And it's not, and it's, and like we said earlier, it's happening across like all celebrities, Angelina Jolie, Megan Fox. There's a few others that I'm missing. Um, but there's multiple celebrities that have these adopted children from other countries and they're all of a sudden dressing in opposite genders clothing. Have you, have you put together any trends as to why that might be happening? Um, <sighs> I the, the why is obvious. I think that's I think it's practical. Celebrities are genuine, uh, genuinely pushing uh, this sort of mainstream pervasive culture. And so mm-hmm. they're, uh, you know, they're using their children, you know, uh, they're they're pushed. In my uh, personal opinion, what I think is happening is that they're just influencing their children. They're saying this is what you're going to do. This is okay to do like do you want to do this and kind of like suggestively telling them what to do um but making it like as if it's their idea to do it and then therefore if the public does question them then they can genuinely say that oh it was a child that wanted to do it right so yeah that's what i think is going on personally yeah it makes sense and you know it's creepy it's beyond creepy it's just just, it's part of the satanic religion as well like this is this is what they want in Satanism. They want to blur the lines of of gender. They want to get rid of the uh, you know the Baphomet's a transgender deity. Like the 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 actual deity that they worship is transgender. Um, exactly. And, and this is something that they they push. And karmatic retribution is something that's very very real. And that's actually kind of what I wanted to touch on you with you at some point in this show as well. The uh, the Demar Hamlin situation. What's your take on that? Because that was a very interesting thing this weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's questionable. A lot of people have mixed opinions. I see that people are like, stop questioning this, like, you know, give it some time. But it's like this guy had CPR done on his ribs, right? Like he had CPR done and he's over here waving his arms. 
So yeah, and he's waving his arms like chest 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 collapsing CPR. They said. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you because I I personally have done CPR on hundreds of people when I was a paramedic in the city, and I'm I'm gonna tell you I don't care. And I've done CPR on old people. I've done CPR on. 30-year-olds, I've done CPR on three-year-olds. And no matter the age, if you're doing effective CPR, you are breaking ribs and you are um, severely bruising them. You, it, 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 it's, it's a fact. I mean, uh, the, the to describe it like on an elderly person when you're doing CPR on them, it gets to a point where it feels like you're crushing glass in a paper bag. Oh, and it's unfortunate, but you're you're doing what you can do to to save their life. Mm-hmm. Now, this is literally like how long? How long? Less than two weeks. Less, less than, than two weeks. weeks. This guy was in cardiac arrest, supposedly revived. He was dead for nine minutes. Sat in the hospital, um, which which is also another one of those weird, isolated miracles. Then because. I can't understand if your if your brain is going to be deprived of oxygen for nine minutes, just say seven minutes. Right, that's a long time for you to be out of the hospital, doing basically jumping jacks at a football game, and saying, "Hey, I'm here and okay." Now, I'm not like trying to jump down any rabbit hole, but it is all questionable to me based on my experience in the emergency medical services on what a typical cardiac arrest patient would go through at any age and their recovery. Right. right? Um, there's also, I saw some pictures where they got a glimpse of him kind of like with so, the hood. No, so was, Alan, it's way worse than that. It's way, on. way worse than that. He was very light skinned and, you know, it, in where he, he's not that light skinned. I, I I don't I don't believe I don't believe for a second that that was him at all. Nope. Um, but his 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 wife and his his and no, his, his mother child. his mother his mother and his brother were there. Yeah, but so is doesn't he have a wife and a child? No, his mother. Who, who, who was the woman with the young that child? Was his, that was his mother and younger brother. That was his mother. She looked young. All right. Well, whatever yeah. the case is. Yeah, that was that was his they mother. Had, they had his, family members there that showed up separately. They showed up separately. They did not yeah. show up together, which is another oddity. Why would you show up separately? And, yeah. and my, my my whole thing. This is my whole thing because I'm a big sports guy, Alan. I know you don't like sports ball, but I've sports is a big part of my life growing up. And this guy. He had a heart attack. The story we're being told is he had a heart attack on the field. He he was revived and he went to the game. Don't you think they would make a huge spectacle, even if they couldn't show his face? Because uh, Matt Couch did a great thread about all the reasons why he he was covering his face and and doing the things that he was doing and, and the possibilities uh, that could be there. He's he, he's like, you're right to question these things, but these are some possible explanations. But don't you think they'd show a video of him walking into the locker, especially for a playoff game, walking into the locker room to to, to embrace his teammates and his teammates, just that energy that they would have after seeing their, their teammate die on the field. Like, don't you think that would fire them up to get them to go out and play harder than ever? And don't you think they'd make a huge spectacle and put it all over social media? Like, oh my God, DeMar Hamlin's first time out of the hospital, seeing his co- his team teammates getting together getting the embrace the prayer that they would have everything that goes along with him being there they did none of it nothing 
All they showed. Look, look at look at look at what they showed at the game. This is the only footage that we saw of Demar Hamlin. The only footage. Yeah. Yeah, he's going there, and then he's, the got, the he's, got, he's got heavy security. He's, he's got his hood on, sunglasses. Yeah, it's very odd. He didn't there, turn around. There's, and there's his mother and brother. Okay. That's his mother and brother showing up. And that looks young to be a mother, his mother. But I, how old is he? Is I don't know. Or something? Yeah, it's weird. 20. Yeah, it's weird. There, then he just jumps right into the ele- elevator, wearing sunglasses inside, hood and everything. Yeah, it's very weird. It's like, what's, the ru- what's the rush of going to a game? You know what I mean? It's kind of a weird thing to be in a rush to go to a game when you're like on the mend. Like it's understandable if this happened, you're under cardiac arrest, that you would be like your first, maybe even a first appearance being at home and just FaceTiming like a reporter or something. But like yeah. going straight up to a game and waving yeah. your arms in the air and all that. So there's thousands of high definition cameras at these football games. And this is the video footage that they show us of yeah. DeMar Hamlin in the skybox through a snowstorm where you can only literally see his, his silhouette. Right. Like, why not show his face? Why not show him oh. there with his family, like embracing his family, how excited he is to be there and to be alive and to be a part right. of this? Like, yeah. it, it makes no sense to me. Are there, are there any? So there, there was literally at that game after the game or anything. There's no social media posts anywhere. Uh, yeah, there's no social media posts anywhere of him. With his fit now, is that his supposedly his little brother That's next? His little to him? brother. That's his little brother next to him. But like, why not? Why have this side angle? Like now he's he's out here we, we raising get- his hands with broken ribs. Like I I I got a a small fracture in one of my ribs. Like I almost separated rib, and it it, it hurt to laugh. It oh. hurt to breathe. Yeah. Let alone to go like this. Yeah, the whole the whole thing is questionable. The whole thing yeah. is questionable. But so there, there's no what we hope. see. There's no posts of him taking photos with anybody from the team, nothing, or nothing. at any point. Nothing, nothing. Like, I, like, like, what? I'd love, to, and it, nobody videoed him leaving the game. No footage whatsoever. Nothing. So this, Alan. Him coming, this is, and this yep, is it. That's it. No, no, no conversation. No him talking. No, no, nothing. Not one peep. And this is all the footage that we see. And this oh. guy takes it a step further. And the very next day, on Monday, yesterday. He posts this. Yeah, I saw that. Clone. Yeah. He covers his face. Uh, can't like. Let me ask you this, Alan. Let me ask you this, because okay. you would know more more about the medical situation than I would. Go with something but, too. Go ahead. But I, I I just have a feeling that when you have a heart attack and cardiac arrest, wouldn't it be very important for your heart to get as much oxygen as humanly possible? Like, wouldn't it be important to to be breathing in fresh air? Like, I'm sure he was on a tube, an oxygen tube, while he was in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Like, if, he was in cardiac arrest, if he was in cardiac arrest, he was intubated. And I would imagine in the hospital until he was able to breathe on his own and they had control of his airway, so he was intubated it, on, a re- on, on, an, on a respirator, at least to just mo- to, to, to keep control of his airway. Wouldn't it, was sedated. wouldn't it be silly then? to cover up your mouth and nose so it's harder to breathe. Yeah, that wouldn't make, no, that wouldn't make any difference. That, I, the, 
no, it wouldn't make any difference. That's why I'm asking you. You would you no. would know more than I would. I would no. just feel like it it would it would restrict some of the breathing to make it harder to breathe when you need as much oxygen as humanly possible. No. But the reason why I show this, and Natalie, you 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 know a, a lot about this as well. Things that the the these Satanists do, they tell us what they're doing on purpose. They flaunt it. It's almost like they're trolling us when they do things like this because well, they need us to. They need us to accept what they're doing. It's called karmatic retribution, where they'll tell us what they're doing. And when we finally catch on to what they're doing and we point it out, they can say, oh, we told you we were doing this. So it's totally fine. We're not going to hold any of the consequences because we we did this and you knew we were doing it. So you allowed it to happen. Um, And it it takes away from their punishment. And part of me is is this is exactly what, what they're doing. Um, it's almost like, hey, we're telling you what we're doing. This is exactly what we're doing. And then if you question it and you you bring anything to it, we're going to immediately say you're a conspiracy theorist, immediately say that you're evil. You shouldn't be questioning these kinds of things and uh, shut down any any narrative. And, and it's crazy yeah. because like this picture of this of this guy, it's like, you know, yeah, it, it seemed to be that if that is not him behind that account in that post, um, it's it's like it it is in your face because they're not even showing they're not showing his face right it's still not showing his face so our 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 good friend uh uh skags from the two doomed men commented on this post whoop wrong post (laughs) that's the that was was, was james waking up this morning no that was actually sadly a a a mother dying on the baby cam from the jab oh yeah Uh, didn't mean to laugh. Sorry, I didn't know what it was. No, no I, 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 don't have, I, I don't have sympathy for them anymore because they chose to get it. It's okay. Um, whoop. Let's go back here. So our boy Skaggs, here it is. This is the only reply Damar Hamlin hid in his tweets. Our good good friend Michael Scaglione from the Two Doing Men he commented, at minimum, the decision to troll everyone after this happened to you is bizarre, which is 100% correct. The fact that you're going to go out there and troll everybody after everybody's question, like, it's not even like the quote-unquote conspiracy truthers that would be normally questioning this stuff. There's some mainstream... Open huh? Open, open the tweet? You might have to make it bigger. Yeah, there you go. Make it bigger. Zoom. Yeah, there you go. To troll at minimum, the troll to you is bizarre. Oh, okay, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, and that, so and that was that was hidden. That was hidden by Demar Hamlin. All the other all the other tweets were available. That was the hidden one. Oh, now, oh, yeah. I I a hundred percent agree with that statement. And if you actually read down that thread and some of the comments that were left to Mike, um, he he clarifies. He's like, listen, I don't think he's he's dead. I think he's alive. But just the fact that there's so many people questioning this and you, you right. made the decision to troll everybody is a little bizarre in a situation like this where you died on the field of national television. Like this is something oh. that we don't see and you decide to troll everybody uh, on all the questions that everybody has. Because like I said, it's not just the conspiracy truther accounts. There's some mainstream pundits that are questioning this this whole entire thing that's going on. Right, right. And that's a good point to make. That makes it super bizarre that he hit that comment. Right. Right. 
I All went right. to it. I, I I actually went to the comment uh, on Twitter, and and it's it's definitely hidden. You can't you cannot not see only, it. Not only hidden, but I mean, Mike Skaggs. He's he's not a big he's not a big Twitter account. He's a small no. Twitter account, and no. to, just to hide that, you know. But people are weird. I mean, you know, Jack Jack Pasovic blocked me on Twitter because he couldn't he 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 couldn't take. Uh, he couldn't take me in his comments, you know, uh, calling him out on stuff. You know, yeah, but that's, that's, not, that's not even like a serious comment. Like it was like, yeah. it's, it's just weird that you would even do that. Like it's like a weird flex, dude. Like that's a weird flex. Oh, here, to be- here's, right. here's, here's a scenario too. It might, they, they might be trolling on purpose, not saying it's, it's smart or in good taste or anything. It depends on how you interpret it, but you know, I don't think he's dead. Listen, the t- the test is going to be at some point when he is well enough to do it, he's 100% going to have to do interviews. It's going to be very wild that this professional NFL player is going to avoid doing any type of media now for the rest of his career. Whether It'd be it's pretty easy to what? shut down all of this. Like, it, it would take three what? seconds. It would what? take literally three seconds to go on Instagram in your hospital bed or wherever the fuck. You're able to go up and wave your hands and go like this. You should what? be able to hold up your phone and be like, hey, guys, um, that was so, so thankful that everybody came and supported me. Thank you so much. Or even write a note. Like if you can't speak and you're, you're, you're weirded out by your voice because if something happened, write it out. Like, hey, I'm really alive. It's yeah. me. Here I am. Thank you for all the support. I love you guys. They might be doing this by design for just this. Look at us talking about it. And think yeah. of all the people That's that true, are talking too. about how bizarre and weird this is. It's keeping him relevant. It's keeping it going. And who knows what's going to happen next? Maybe he was always a little weird. Maybe it's not him. I, I don't I don't think that's him. I Me mean, personally, I don't think that's him. It would be interesting if it was him and maybe he was doing this. It, I, I'm almost getting the Kanye vibe from this whole thing, you know, with the with the mask and the this and the that. It's just it's very bizarre and weird, but maybe they're doing it just for this response. People like us, people in the media, people asking questions why it's weird. Now, another thing I find weird is that you're not seeing any other reporters yet anyway, unless I missed it, because I don't really follow sports uh, uh, stories. I really give a crap about this guy and if he's dead or alive, to be honest with you. But are there I haven't seen anything with any other reporters going after his teammates. Hey, have you spoken to him? No one. So which is very weird as well, because. As reporters who are supposed to be door knockers, if I'm accused of of killing somebody, be sure that the reporters will knock on every door on my block, seeing if they could find out anything about me. Right. Why aren't the reporters going after his teammates saying, hey, how's he doing? Have you spoken to him? Why aren't Someone's, they talking to the defensive so, coach? Why aren't they talking to this coach? Why aren't they talking to the fucking water boy? Hey, and did y'all see that? Did y'all see that uh Kentucky attorney? Go look up, go look up. Actually, go to my thread. Go to my thread. Uh, there's a thread on my um on my feed. I did it yesterday where I did I, I retweeted the close-up of him. It's snowing and uh, in that thread, there's an attorney. His name is Eric. Dieters, and he basically says that I know that this guy died. 
I know that this guy died. He's like, I talked to the the doctors and the nurses. He, and he's like, he's like, and I mean, he pretty much, I don't know. I mean, he, he was pretty bold in his claim. I'm not saying that I, I hang on that, but I'm just saying like, he's well, running for there, gubernatorial there, race now. So it's like, there, whoa. There's so many, like he got FBI security in the hospital when he died like there was fbi agents there posing as security how, for, we, for, how is that confirmed though it was reported on the news this was oh, reported on the news how is it confirmed though it was reported on the news james i, I i'm not i'm just saying like how why, why how would they why would they why would they report it for a narrative that they're trying to spin like they're uh, who knows i don't believe in any of the narratives they're trying to spin here's another thing too like i mean while he's young uh, so I'm imagining that he probably doesn't. I have know. it right here. I have the 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 thing that Natalie's talking about right here. Let me see. He doesn't have a family of his own, right? He's just he, no. He doesn't have a family of his own, so I'd imagine he doesn't have any type of he's life. Really term. young. I think he's like yeah. early twenties. Yeah. No, no, he's twenty four. Demar Hamlin. He's 20, 20, 24 years old. He's a, he's a young guy. He's a kid. Okay. So here, here it is. Here's the the thing that Nat was talking about. Oh, him. Oh, Eric. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kentucky. As a matter of fact, I'm supposed to go to an event for him, I believe, in in uh, I think over the summer. He's also a big podcaster. He has his own podcast network. I think called was it Bull, something Bull TV. Um, yeah, he's very outspoken on a lot of stuff. Yep. So let's hear what he has to say. I can't hear him. You can't hear him. No, I got no volume. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh no. I think I got the same thing. Oh, hold on. I got an idea. How about this video no. is to tell you off and explain why. First, the entire reason why I uh, announced last night. And guess who my sources are? And I don't have to tell you who they are. I'm going to protect my sources. Doctors and nurses inside University Hospital. I've been told that unfortunately for DeMar, God bless him, that he isn't coming back. And you know what? You say, well, that's not your place. Yes, it is my place to report that to you and be honest with you. Mm -hmm. The NFL, who gives us kneeling for the Star-Spangled Banner national anthem until they knew it hurt them, who gave millions to Black Lives Matter to mm -hmm. burn down our cities, mm -hmm. who is a woke organization, control freaks, our local news media, all owned by national news media. Hey, Trisha Mackey, I'm telling the truth, and you aren't. All the local news, all the national news know the truth, that that man is lying in a hospital on life support, and he isn't coming back. So he's on life support or he's dead? To lie to you. University doesn't come out and tell you the truth. Silence. Silence. The statement put out by the family, did they tell you the truth? Nope. So, so from what it sounds like, when was this video made? Or when was it posted? Any idea? 
the day before last the the day before last night. Okay, so a couple nights ago. So yeah, it sounds like what he's saying is time that I tell you all. It it, it sounds like he's saying that uh, he's on life support and most likely a vegetable and one of those things where eventually they're gonna have to pull the plug or whatever it is. If that's the case, which and and I had said this, James, when we first started talking about it, from paramedics to nurses to doctors to hospital security to the guy who who or, or, or woman who cleans out the bedpans. There has to be a leak. You, you, there is, it, it is impossible. It right here. It is impossible to cover all bases in something like this uh, un, unless there's like um, government involvement where there are some significant threats to people. But I think if that was the case, then it, it, it wouldn't leak so easily, like he says, through doctors and nurses, through the hospital. Well, they're going to have to produce something at some point. It's going to be. Uh, well, that's that's what I said in the ori original conversation, Alan. I said they're just trying to bide their time to announce this at a, a, a better a better time. So they're not going to have to have the NFL wear it where it's it's either the hit that caused this or the vaccine is going to have to wear it. They're trying to, to avoid that. So nobody has to take the brunt of what's going on. So it's kind of out of the news cycle and no one's really well, paying attention to it as much. But, but then if that was the case, I would think that what they just did and having this stand in go to this game was pretty stupid because it has at least decentralized media and, and a little beyond maybe into the mainstream because they reported on how great it was, but in an uproar on the questions of, of if that's really him because of how it went down. So no one's saying that these people are smart, Alan. Look at the things that they do that they think are going to work, and they backfire on them bigly. Right. Um, this happens time and time again, where they think, "Oh, this will this will rally the normies," because they they still see us as sheep and cattle. They still see us that like we're we're not going to pick up on this. We're too stupid to notice that that's not him, or even question that's not him. And the people that do, we can we can handle that. We'll just make them look like they're crazy lunatics and insensitive and evil people for even even bringing that question to the table. It's, yeah. it's fucking wild. And I don't know if you remember the, and Natalie, I don't know if you have a take on this because I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about this, but a lot of people and some, some people in the comment section right now are talking about it in the chat uh, about the unmarked ambulance that came out into the field. I also thought that was a very, yeah. odd. it's it not, a it's actually not uncommon <laughs> if the, if the, it, it all depends on where the ambulance belongs. It, it belongs to UMC. It belonged to the university, it, and it, they, they show there's there's plenty of footage of the yeah. actual ambulances that they have and all of the signage that they have on all of them. That, that, and, that, that doesn't matter because there are ambulances in New York City in hospitals that do nine one one and everything else. They actually have unmarked ambulances for special they, events. Do they have Do they have lights on them though? Do they have? It depends. Like, it depends if they, if if, if okay. they're. For That's why I'm asking you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like when so we had. We had an emerge. We had an unmarked ambulance. Um, it was with we, we. It was a white one, and like even police departments, they'll some of them big, big, big city police departments will have ambulances. Uh, like New York City Police Department has ambulances, uh, a couple of them for transporting officers that are marked, and they also have a couple black ones that are not marked. So some places will have ambulances that have no markings on them. They have the lights and sirens and everything else, and they'll use them for special events or special transports or something if they're not emergencies and things like that. Like it's not uncommon well, to have 
unmarked emergency vehicles at, at special events. That that's that's a, a interesting, but I'd like to add to that. In today's world, uh, where advertising and marketing is so important, do you think a situation why the ambulance was on? Like they would probably have an ambulance at every game. Like there's probably an ambulance ready to go hey, for every m- game. M- multiple sometimes. Yeah, multiple. I'm sure. I'm sure. But don't you think that like the last thing on their mind is that someone's going to die? Like if they need the ambulance situation, they're probably thinking like it's going to be a broken leg or a torn ACL or, so, you know, maybe par- a guy gets paralyzed that we've seen in, in football before. Someone gets paralyzed on the field um, where it's not like a, a life or death. It's still a sad situation because someone's ser- severely injured. Um, but don't you think they'd want to advertise their hospital just like they have all these advertisements for the hospitals on TV and no, not, no, not necessarily. It's a different animal hospital marketing really. And, and unless it's it, no, no, it, it's not, it, it's not something that is, Oh, I'll use the, uh, the KJP top of mind when you're, cause if you have, if you have the ambulance, that's for special events. They that might be the specific unit for special events. They may have multiple units of them, and oh, and so they always the, ride in the same vehicle. Is what you're saying? No, I'm saying that they I might do. have that. You like that might be assigned to. If there's a hospital that has the contract to do the emergency medical services for that venue for that stadium, they they might even. I'll tell you what happens sometimes too. There are stadiums that will contract with either a hospital or there are actually private does it uh, i forget the name of it um i was going to i was going to work for them when they first started it's it's literally uh paramedics uh, you just have to you have to be licensed wherever you're 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 working and it, it's a private company that will supply the manpower some of these venues will actually have their own ambulance and sometimes they're marked and sometimes well, they're not. There, it, this is this was definitely a, a university uh, ambulance. It, it had all this it had all the same paint job. Everything was the same uh, as the ones that had all the markings like, you know, people have been scouring the Internet for all of, all of these things. And uh, you could see the photos. So it's definitely the same paint yeah. as the U- UMC ambulances. They just doesn't have any of the markings that it belongs to UMC, which a lot of people are are bringing to question and i figured you'd be a great great person to ask well, and and also natalie as well because i'm sure she has a take you've done a great thread on this other, this situation yourself just uh, like other special other special assignments that they could be used for where if they do if they have a, a psychiatric psychiatric uh, uh unit or they do psychiatric transports mm-hmm. they may do want the unmarked unit so that when you're at the wherever you're picking up the psych patient from that it may look like an ambulance if it's unmarked but if as long as it doesn't say ambulance on it or emergency medical services believe it or not that's there are there are municipalities that have unmarked vehicles for just that they also use unmarked ambulance sometimes for for dead body transports where yeah. they're unmarked so i mean it, no i there's no i don't think there's a big conspiracy there on why that's what I, that's what we're here for, Alan. I want to get to the bottom of these things. You're the guy I, to ask in, in 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 EMT situations, but it, I I think you're 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 absolutely correct. That was definitely not him. There's would be a, I, if I'm a betting man, I bet that that was not. I don't think it was him. Demar Hamlin. I, 
I wanted to because I had a question earlier about it, and I, I don't really give a shit about this guy anymore. I wanted to just, I wanted to ask Natalie um, about. So you did the Balenciaga. Uh-huh. You're now doing, you know, Madonna, and you've 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 done other. Obviously, uh, you, 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 uh, you're still working on Cornell and Bennington, still, right? You still have more parts to that, or is that finished? Yeah, I still have more parts. Like, so. okay, questionable deaths, the stuff at the border with the children and, and everything else. Are you, you are you getting? I mean, you have a big following on 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 Twitter, on YouTube, and everything. How much pushback do you get? Negative pushback on the things that you're doing on social media or in your DMs or mail. Like I, I wanted to ask you that um, the last time we were on a show together. Like, do you ever like just open up your DMs or your email or comments and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like, you, you ever you ever get that? Um. Well, people usually trolls like to make themselves known ironically because they like to call us like people personalities like us like you know oh you just want attention but like really they want the attention they do want attention they want you to react yes yeah they want you to react so they're yeah. usually in the comment section um the backlash that i have gotten are like the most cal- calculated backlashes like they seem to be bots or they seem to be paid and controlled right like coordinated very coordinated uh backlash like the madonna thing was like wild because that that was like it almost seems like what we went through like about a year and a half ago with the smear campaign but it was like madonna flavor <laughs> it was like all the her her fans and like it was just so strange it came out so, the woodwork it came out the woodwork and uh they were okay with the uh, uh pedo excerpt in her sex book like they were like oh it's just satire like you don't understand jokes or satire i'm like what the hell just like um, it's just art it's the same excuse yeah yeah so it's they always make themselves known and, and the thing is like they they love the attention they want you to react mm-hmm. I, I watched you know madonna and you know progress you know i was a 90s kid you know and and she was she was a lot like I, i'm trying to f- and I, figure out like when when she was truly corrupted in this and 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 how she i felt like it was overnight where she just changed and all of a sudden like you know with the with all the the, the nasty sexual stuff she was doing on stage and stuff yeah i mean she always, she always dressed weird and you know we always used to call it party hats where she had the party hat bras when she was dancing around stage but it wasn't as risque as it like then it started to get net now into this bit weird with the children and everything else and the young kids and stuff like i don't i'm trying to just say like if she was always like that in her professional career or if it just she started and then boom she got corrupted you know because i don't back in the day you'd see madonna all the time listen to her music and stuff and you didn't see it unless you just weren't you know back then i wasn't just noticing it and then obviously now noticing it every time you see her i don't know yeah i don't know it it does seem to be overnight because um i was i was looking at videos of her in malawi and i mean there were some videos where she kind of seemed cold they they cold like she didn't really give too much emotion or what but there definitely does seem to be like a stark difference overnight at one point because it was like she just let it how old was she when she made her break Oh, she was young. She was in her twenties, I believe, like early twenties. Like what was her first big break? Like it was in the eighties. 
Yeah, I think late eighties, if I if she, I remember. She um, made her big break, and then she was on the scene. But then you have Alanis Morissette. Did you see her statement recently, Natalie? No. Oh yeah. Uh, she said that the music industry is ruled by uh child abusers and pedophiles. Whoa! Yeah, she publicly came out. Yeah, she yeah. publicly came out and then talked about how she was assaulted while yep. she was a teenager getting into the industry. Yeah, yep. there you go. Now, Natalie, you know what you got to do next. We got to do it. And yeah, we, we just, we just, we just, we just, we just gave Natalie her newest <laughs> dig. She's ready to go. Brought to you by We the People tonight. Radio and <laughs> Alan Jacoby. She's gonna uh, be a full night tonight. <laughs> Make sure you give us credit, Natalie. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> talk uh, about credit. <laughs> no, so so let's 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 talk about that real quick. I don't know if you want to get too deep into it, but I think this is a a really big issue in the community, inside of media as a whole, and uh, a lot of people are putting in, 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 especially you, but people across the board are putting in a a lot of really really good work and working their tail off. It's not easy to put together a dig that you put together on 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 Madonna. Uh, yeah. You were the one that broke that story. You were the one that were, you were the first account that I saw. I shared that as soon as you posted that, I was like, oh, sharing this everywhere. Like I, I blast that to everybody I know because everybody loves Madonna, but I didn't see it anywhere else. Then I started to see some people sharing your thread. And then I saw your story uh, today. I saw it. I looked like it was from yesterday because it was from 19 hours ago when I saw it um, saying how you were very frustrated and someone shared that you you were the one that put out this Madonna thread. So what you what I'm hearing is that now there are accounts that are taking this Madonna thread and putting it out into the ethos as if they were the ones who uncovered it and did all of the research, did all of the digging. Like I'm sure that took you hours. Hours. Like, it took hours. me hours. And it's actually one account that I know of. And the thing that really aggravates me is that the account had to go lurk through my account had to go find me on Twitter, acknowledge my name, go through the thread, click, right click, save photo as, you know what I mean? Like you have to go through all these motions to take my stuff, didn't even acknowledge me once, didn't hat tip me once, and then had the audacity to use my screenshots that had my highlighter and all that, use my screenshots and say, I, she said that she uncovered this whole thing on Madonna and the trafficking. I'm like, like I, I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw it. I was like, the the actual uh, audacity to think that you are so entitled to someone else's work to call it your own. Oh, it's, I, it's it's so frustrating. And I, yesterday I was blowing out steam my ear uh, out of my ears, and I had to have one of my friends talk me down the uh, you know talk me down the ledge because I was going to make a, a YouTube video and blast their name and all that. And uh, she was like, you know what? I know you have every right to do that. You have every right, but she was like, um, "Is this someone that we would know?" Yeah, she's a. She, she, I don't know if we. I don't know her personally, but I. I had said to Natalie, "It's funny that because when you sent me who it was, I wanted to know, and I don't know. I have your screenshots if you if you want to put them up. Um, I have them prepared if if you want to put them up, but uh, yeah, I have them ready. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, her name her name is blocked out, but you'll see her face. And you know exactly who it is. And and to be fair, to be fair, she puts out some decent content. I've I've shared I've shared her work before, and this is why I was so taken back by what you said because she was. I had a little run in with her uh, a, a year or so ago. 
I posted. Are we not going to identify this person? Is that what we're not doing? I, I don't. I don't know her name off the top of my head. So that would be because uh, because I if you give me the information and everything, I will be happy to to go scorched earth on well, the but it's funny because i said the same thing to natalie i was going to go and comment and be like uh you should have given natalie denise credit for this uh this is her dig no i won't um, I, won't, I won't even be that nice i'll just but, uh, earth oh, you're, yeah i know you, you're a piece you, of you shit are, you are a piece of garbage for stealing other people's content like so that. but it, but this, yeah. is, this is what happened to me so i shared one of her reels like it was her podcast and she was on her on her podcast talking about something and it was some really valid points and i shared it and in my comments, all of a sudden, I get a comment from her saying, hey, can you make sure you, you, you give me credit and tag my podcast if you share any of our work? This is what she said to me in a very rude, like wasn't nice about it, was pretty rude about it, if, if you ask me. And she cared so much that I would give her credit on her post. And now she goes a year or so later and pulls some shit like this to our friend Natalie and doesn't doesn't want to give her credit or say, hey, uh, like it, it, it's not difficult to say, like when Natalie did her her thread on Balenciaga, she was like, hey, I just want to give credit to Curious Lighter or Curious Lighter, whatever the account is for, yeah. for their work. Like it takes two seconds. Like, oh, I just want to thank Natalie Denise for bringing this to my attention. Like that, you don't even really have to say, oh, she did all the work, but like give her a little bit of a shout out saying like, hey, uh, great work here. You did, you did, you did some good, good job. And now I'm going to talk on the work that you did. And, I'm gonna, and we do it all the time here on, on our show, Alan, like on Friday, we have the meme, a couple guys from the meme Alliance coming on that Southern dude. Yeah. And what I mean to say, and they have, oh, a, they cool. have a, yeah, they have an issue with this as, as well because people constantly share their memes and never give them credit for I'm the sure. work that they do. And, I'm sure. and those are just memes, not even digs. Like the memes take them time to do them. Sure. But nowhere near the amount of hours that it would take to do the research that you did. I've been there I, and not just do the research, but once you do the research where I, where I have struggles with is putting all that research together in a thread, like right, putting right. it together. So it's, it's, it's coherent and people can understand what you're doing. Like that's the, that's even harder than doing the research. It takes so much time and effort so people can understand what you're trying to portray. Um, and, for someone to just take all of that hard work and then slap it on their page, use your highlighted, like they literally used your exact post. You know what? Ooh. And I'm going through the comments because yesterday, I think I actually screenshotted the comment where I put, thanks for the credit. And I think she deleted my comment. So let me ask you, Natalie, she didn't retweet your thing. She took it and That's she- That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh. She literally had to go- to my thread, because that's where it was. It, she uh, had to go to my Twitter account. Listen. Here's Natalie's thread. Here's Natalie's thread right, right here. And here is this girl reading off of Natalie's thread. Reading it directly. She's saying it's hers. Then it gets even, it gets even worse. And here's, here's some more here. Here's Natalie's thread with the highlights. And here's her using the same exact post. Like, didn't even go and take the time to actually get the post. Like, go to the website that Natalie is, used and screenshotted herself without the highlights. Is, is that the person's post? Yeah, that's that's her video. A screenshot of her video. The worst part is actually go to the last picture that I sent you where it said, I discovered. Can, can somebody tell me who this that is? One. Or, or send me the link of who it is. 
So I don't know her name. I forget her name. Uh, but okay. part two, again, I'm simply sharing information with you that I have dis- uncovered. I have uncovered. You didn't uncover shit, bitch. But what I'm asking is, can can you send me the link to this thread? Can someone tell me? I don't have the thread. These are screenshots Natalie sent me, so I don't have it. Natalie, you got to send me the link. Because I'm literally, at some point, I'm just going to go. I mean, I'm going to get blocked, but I'm going to go scorched earth. I'm going to screenshot her stuff. I'm going to tag her, and I'm going to say, she she plagiarized. She's full of shit. She didn't uncover anything. She's a bag of shit, and to anyone that follows her, I, just know that she's a fraud. I don't, I'm that, I don't care. I, no, I, I, can't, I, I, I can't let something like that go. And she'll block me, and it is what it is, and 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 whatever. Or she won't, and she'll engage, and I will make her want to hang herself over bridge. Uh, it's, oh I'm my really, god! Okay, wait. I, I think yeah, I Alan, Natalie, you, 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 you opened up a can of worms here I with Alan. That. Alan does not give a fuck. I'm, I'm not. I, you're gonna sit here. I discovered. I discovered when somebody puts so much work into this. I put hours of work and look like, and no. and like I even I even yesterday I was so mad. I made an entire YouTube and I like I I put this all together and I was like, yo, like, like I don't, I I wasn't even prepared to like show the screenshots tonight. But like I truly don't want drama. But she literally is just acting as if this is her work. She's acting no, as if this is her work. Like she's nonchalant. You see people commenting on the very first post saying you should credit Natalie Denise. And it's just as if this is, this is, it's gone. Like it, it's just oh, hers. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? And I told my friend yesterday, I was like, I was like, you know what? If she, if she, if she can live with that, like that she ripped someone else's work, she's calling it off. She's passing it off as her own work. And she's living with that. Like, it's like, you know what? You can have it. Okay. Like you think you uncovered it. You're going to live with that as a thought, like in your head that you uncovered it. All right. Just like like some people said that Ray, they discovered Ray Epps, you you know, know, it's the same thing. It's almost as bad. Like, I, like, how do you figure out a way to do this? Yeah. Like, I know that one. to like watermark your work because like, all right, so, so take memes. We have all these meme masters and then the meme Alliance and everything else. And they all do great memes. And I, so sometimes I'll forget, I love grabbing the memes and posting them, but they're watermarked. So, and I'll never say, Hey, I made this meme when it has a fucking watermark. As a matter of fact, I caught somebody posting a while ago. I forget which guy it was where I posted his meme. It might've been, it might have been uh, grand old memes where I posted and had his watermark. It's like a circled watermark. Somebody else later that day, I noticed posted it. I found it and they, I thought they retweeted it for me and I'm looking and they actually erased their <sighs> watermark. Yep. They do that. That's so shady. That's so shady. And I try to give them like if I sometimes I'll 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 forget. I won't tag them in it, but it has their watermark on it. So it's there. And I want to share their meme, but something like I do it to to uh, to C3P meme all the time when he when he posts those videos. And I was like, oh look, more fire from and I'll tag him where I post it. But even still, it has their watermark on it. But now this is just information that you worked and did research on and you posted that there's no watermarks on it. Maybe now, Natalie, with going forward, when you do some type of posting, you may have to make it like well, when you do it, you're like you might have to make it a screenshot and put like a Natalie Denise watermark on it or some shit. Which is ridiculous. It's it ridiculous. ridiculous. It, it's it really so is. Ridiculous. It's, it's just ridiculous because it's like everybody – like. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that gets me, and I said this in a video that I just published on YouTube. The thing that gets me is that listen, what are we doing right now? Like, what are we, what are we three doing right now? Because just, of what reason? 
we are we are creating media to remediate the media landscape that has lied to us that has been corrupted that has uh withheld information from us mm-hmm. yeah. straight up been uh, a criminal how are we going to remediate the media landscape and then you're going to commit journalism larceny pretty yeah. much yes. and just so pretty much rob somebody of the research and and pass it off as yourself how are we supposed to make ourselves correct like this so, is what gets me so bad like uh, how are we how are, how are we better than the left when oh, we're yeah. we're being just as slimy with the you're, media you're 100% correct and i think there's a fine line that people can walk because if she didn't know if she wanted to claim that she didn't know it was you that posted it which based on the posts based on the posts with the highlights and everything you clearly see she ripped it straight from your feed but if she wanted to say like hey i didn't know it was natalie that did this work i just saw a thread and i wanted to relay the message but now that i know shout out to natalie denise and 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 gave you credit post after being called out i would i would let that slide just because she she did eventually give you credit, I would say, hey, maybe give me credit, but uh, next time. But uh, I wouldn't make a huge deal of it. But the fact that she, you think she deleted your your comment, other people are commenting on on the thread, and she still hasn't tagged you or said shout out to Natalie for the great work, uh, is is a huge deal. Like that's a major red flag and a huge slap in the face. It's like, hey, I don't, I know that she did it. I don't fucking care. I'm going to pretend it's mine. I'm going to, and 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 you said it to me on the phone. You said, James, it's not about the followers or the likes like that's not what this is about like you you, you have plenty of followers you have 50,000 followers on YouTube like you're absolutely crushing at what you do this has nothing to do with that it's just like any piece of work that you do if you were to write a book or write a song or to do anything of your own and then all of a sudden you come to find out that someone just ripped that stole it and and made it as if there it was their own that is a major problem in any industry it doesn't matter if it's news uh alternative music, news whatever, music every look at Joey Bag of Donuts lost his first presidential race cuz he got caught plagiarizing he got caught using somebody else's information to uh, pass off on his own and they, he had to drop out because of it so you're telling me now that all of a sudden it's okay because we're all on the same we're on the same team get the That's fuck out of here and here's the thing like it it, it it what what's ironic about this type of stuff is like it's always like well we can't call them MAGA conservatives because now it's like everybody everybody's kind of like split on it so we'll just say like the legacy conservatives right the legacy conservative personalities they always take dumps on anons and anon work or if mm. you're in alternative media they have always demonized this type of this type of political faction right but the moment that it comes to their research, they'll rip it like that and pretend like it's theirs. And it's more than this person. I've seen it with multiple big personalities that have hundreds of thousands of followers, hundreds of thousands of subscribers, right? I've seen it where they Making have- Making boatloads of money, by yeah, the way. That they have ripped content from smaller creators over and over and over again. And now it's like, the thing about this that is so bizarre to me is like on Instagram, for instance, it's not like I'm a tiny account. Like it would be di- like I could like I could see where this person's trying to get away with it if I was like maybe a nine or ten thousand person account. I've got seventy thousand followers. Like I don't think this person knew to look whether I was on Instagram or not. I don't think right. this person was th- thinking all that through because it's like, yo, like that's my work. 
that's my work. It would have <laughs> it would it, it would have been very easy for her to go to the websites that you have screenshots of and highlights on to go to those websites and screenshot them herself to make it look like she did the actual work rather than your your personal highlights that you put in the fucking picture in the screenshot to emphasize your point. Like this is on she Twitter was that lazy. Huh? This, this is, is on Instagram. It was done on Instagram. It's on Instagram, and here, here's the thing. Like last night, I checked because I, I would listen. I'm a reverse engineer her too, because I'm like, okay, let, let me take, let me go trace the steps that she took to get to my account on Twitter. So I went to go look at her Twitter. This lady has 130 thousand or uh, over 100 thousand followers. So on Twitter. On Twitter. So she goes to my Twitter account, which like, you know, I only recently accumulated 30,000 because of Balenciaga and all the threads that I've been writing. Right. So she goes to my little ass Twitter account and then she goes, finds the thread, right click, save as like uh, all these things. Right. She doesn't retweet it. She doesn't quote retweet it. She doesn't give me credit. Nothing like that. And the thing is, it's not about the clout. It's about the credit. It is about the credit. Anybody who works this hard to to discover and to expose needs Mm -hmm. to be credited. Yes. Like that, and that's where it is. And and I and let me just make this statement. I do not wish her any harm. I do not wish any mobs to go at her. Like I, I personally don't want that, right? But I, I do know that my friends feel very passionate about me and my work because they know how hard I work, you how long I work to get to the to the digs that I, I get to and to the very detailed and intricate information that I, I get to because I stay there's two monitors here. And I stay here for eight hours, eight hours researching Gorsad Kiev, for instance, Gorsad Kiev. I was on the phone for eight hours with my board member looking through all the rabbit holes of the, you know, this, this, uh, pedo, pedophilic Ukrainian fashion photography collective eight mm-hmm. hours on the phone archiving archiving websites pixelating pictures people don't see all of this hard work that we go through to get to where we're at and they will steal it just as easy they'll just steal it and claim it as their work and there was actually a platform vigilant citizen that stole my photos off of my thread so it's like it's no more than just uh bigger accounts and all these things but the thing is like i have to put my foot down like I see you guys. I see you bigger personalities who think that you're so clever. You're so creative for Mm -hmm. stealing little content creators work. And the thing is like, thank God on Instagram, I have a footprint. It's like, I, it's not that I'm just like a small little dinky ass account. No, I have a following. That's what makes it dumb. I'm going to find out that you stole my work. Right. And, and with with situations like that, where she's actually using your highlighted screenshots, it's not difficult to point out like it, it, she didn't well, do any work. And I'm sure I haven't seen the video, but I'm sure in the video, she's almost reading your thread as as if it was her speaking. Like, I, I guarantee there's certain points that you lay out in your look because your thread is very detailed and very long. Like, it is not like a, a quick little thread where you're posting something quick and like, hey, check right. this out. You went, you dove really, really deep. You have all the sauce. You have People Magazine article. Like, you you went really, really deep on this thread. Really and deep. I guarantee. I mean, go ahead. 
I guarantee when you, if you watch her video and her talking about it and bringing up your screenshots, she's probably reading verbatim what you said in her own words. Paraphrasing, cool. even paraphrasing, the art of paraphrasing, right? Like I'll give her this, like she did change up some of the screenshots. Like she probably went to Google photos and looked at Madonna and Malawi and, and looked up a different photo. She said she doesn't like, she changed it up a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. I'll give her that much, but that still isn't a lot of effort to like change up my work and, and make it as if I, I see the traces of my work. Yeah. I see it. And you're straight up to this day. You've had all day. You've had a full 24 hours to rectify the situation and it still isn't done. Like, it's like, my work is still stolen. She's still posing yep. as if she uncovered this thing when it took me, Natalie Denise, hours in front of screens to cross analyze mm -hmm. and archive all this information, find it in the archives and all that. But she wants to she wants to say that she uncovered it. All right, you uncovered it. Yeah, you uh, uncovered it. All, all I can say is if because I I will I will scream from the the roof the Twitter rooftops and post this woman and 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 call her out to as many people as possible that she is a plagiarizer and just a complete fake journalist. So if somebody sends me the information on this person, I'll be happy to do it. If you don't want <laughs> me to do it, I understand, but I would literally just love to expose this person as the thieving piece of shit that they are that does not deserve I, the credit for this. I That's follow her. It's, I think I follow her. She follows me on one of my accounts. I'm going to see if I can find her and send it to you, Alan. Um, cause I want to, I want to make a comment as well. Like it's a, it's a straight slap in your face, Natalie. Like I, we, 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 you've been on our show multiple times and every time you come on, I, I, I keep telling you how much, how grateful I am for the work that you do across the board at the border with the children, with the digs that yeah. you do. You're, you're, you're one of my favorite people in this movement that I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting and I can't wait to hang out with you again in April when we go to the, to the event in, uh, the stagecoach event, which I hope you'll be at me and Alan will be there. Um, I can't wait, can't wait for round two, but, uh, you're one of my favorite people, individuals, as far as your, your personality and who you are as a person, but you're also one of my favorite people to follow and get information from your digs. The, the things that you put out there is so detailed, it is so good. And I'm constantly finding myself sharing your work and sending it to people because of how good it is. Uh, it's, it's, it's something that you need, you deserve the credit for. You've worked for the credit. You've made a name for yourself. Me and Alan know, know better than most people, how difficult it is to, to build a brand that you've built for yourself on, on these platforms, especially with the social, the, the censorship that we're all going through and dealing with um, your, your, your work speaks for itself and you deserve the credit. Uh, for putting that work and i'm sorry that you're going through this because you are a true patriot and a a yeah. uh we're very thankful to have you on our side because uh you're making our jobs a lot easier to be able to talk about your digs and the things that you're doing and yeah, we shout no, you and out I all the time on our that. show we always and give I you credit on our show that. like and it's it, i just want to make one more thing like known like i understand like here's another thing too like for instance, I understand like if there's a viral video, like I understand that people are just going to take it and like circulate that video. Let's say like Damar Hamlin, for instance, mm -hmm. is a great example. People are just going to take that video, make commentary on it. And, you know, it's going to circulate. That's not that's not derived uh, uh, out of one person unless it's a, unless it's it is a video, a videographer, like, for instance, BG on the scene. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, has a huge ass watermark. Maybe you know, I need I need to do that. But BG on the scene has his stuff, right? He gets credited all the time because that that is him at the 
at the at the rallies and all these things right but if it's if it's just like a news clip and it goes viral like a press conference or something that's understandable that people are going to take that and comment on it um you know that's that's not what we're talking about we're talking about very detailed intricate research that gets stolen Mm-hmm. No one was right. talking about Madonna, Natalie. Nobody was no, saying a peep right. about Nat. Uh, like when you posted that thread, I literally remember seeing it on my feed because you show up on my Twitter feed often. You don't show up on Instagram at all. You're you're MIA for my Instagram feed. But Twitter, mm-hmm. I see all of your stuff, and I'm especially now that I'm on Twitter a lot more more than Instagram. Um, well, same. I, I, that's why you don't see me. <laughs> ex- that's probably why. Yeah, exactly. I'm I, I'm I'm trying to build my Twitter following now, even though I'm censored on and shadow banned on Twitter. I can't even do promoted posts. They won't take my fucking money. Uh, <laughs> these fucking bastards. Um, but I saw that thread show up, and I was like, "Oh, here the fuck we go." Natalie's got some sauce on on. Uh, lost my camera. There we go. Natalie's got some sauce on Madonna, and this is going to be good because I, I, me, me following your work for so long, I, I see how you operate. You don't put things out all willy nilly, like, "Hey, let's let's look into this, guys." You always put things out after you've done the research, after you've looked into it, you verified all the sources. Like you, you, you did this with Chester Bennington and, and Chris Cornell because there's a lot of random theories that go around this and you did a great thread dispelling a lot of those random theories and you did all of the work and it was very detailed and you went into it and so every time you put out a thread i know it's going to be good and i know it's going to be something worth reading and, and looking into and you you spend i can only imagine the hours that you spend putting that together what takes longer let me ask you what takes longer actually doing the research or putting the thread together i'd say it's about Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I'd say it's about equivalent time. Like, it, that you're doing research, yeah, research is like you're going down the line, you're finding out. But I'm also, what am I doing? I'm also compiling at the same time. So it's like, uh, you know, I, like for instance, if once I go down the charity, the charity story part, uh, I, I'll do the charity thread. And then I, the next thing, I'll just find like the sex book or whatever of the Madonna. Mm-hmm. Then I'll do the thread on the. So it's about equivalent time because I'm I'm jumping from research to building the thread. So you guys are looking inside my mind as as I'm doing the research. Oh, you're, so you're you're not collecting everything at first and then doing the thread in multiple threads, or you're I'm, doing it piece by piece, is what you're saying. I'm looking at the cited. I'm looking at the cited sources first. So I'm like, I'll put the timeline in my head by like looking at the articles. Like, okay, uh, at, uh, in this year they did this, and this year they did this, and blah blah blah. So then, once I have that in my head, like, okay, now I know like how they transcended through these events. So then I'll 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 go through the timeline through the thread. So then I'll go back into the research and build the thread as I go. So it's, it's kind of a simultaneous thing. That's why it's so like tedious and intricate, you know, the, mm-hmm. oh. no, I give you all the, it's not something that I, I could do. It's something that, that uh, takes a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of patience, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I put together, I, we, when we do our shows, I put together all of our video clips and things like that before, before the show. And that takes me, hours just to get all these clips and everything I mean, ready that's only because you're a little retarded i mean i am retarded leave me alone alan I, I i i will I, I will say like natalie you could also take this and i know you're frustrated because i saw you post and it's funny because i i think i saw your story you were like really I, whatever it was it was upset and broken and i, I was actually going to text you and be like hey you're right but uh 
I got sidetracked and didn't care about you that much. I'm only kidding. I'm just breaking chops. Um, I'm kidding. Well, that's I'm what kidding. I did, Alan. I saw her post and I immediately texted her. I said, Nat, you okay? Like, what's going on? Are they stealing your work? Yeah. And, you, you, and then- you, could all, but you could also look at it like this as, listen, they, they, they hate you because they ain't you. And it's, 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 a, it's a form of, of, of flattery. It sucks because you did all that work and some asshole with 100,000 followers is going to take it and pass it off as hers. In a sense, I mean, literally, if it was me, if you wanted to be respectful about it, I would do a Twitter post and say and tag that person and say, just so you know, this person who says they uncovered it, well, they, they, all they did was uncover them copying and pasting from my work and didn't give me any credit. Or just again, I chalk it up to now that I'm just thinking about it. It's uh, I, I, if it was me, if it was in my shoes, I would, I would probably put a post out something sarcastic, and uh, you know, it, it's, it's flattering that you're not as good as me and you want to be me and not give me the credit. Because the I, only I, thing I, she uncovered, Alan, was Natalie's Twitter profile. That's the only thing she uncovered. Exactly. She, un- exactly. she uncovered Natalie's Twitter. Exactly. She's like, oh, I, I discovered this great Twitter account that has all these amazing threads that are so detailed and organized that I could just read through and then great. And, and re- she re- use that as a reference every time and then at least credit the reference. Hey, we do on this show all the time. How many times do we reference Natalie's work on the show? We always say, look, look at this great work that Natalie did when we did the Balenciaga story. We referenced it. And he's. Anytime, any any story that Natalie covers, we're always always the first one to say our good friend of the show, Natalie Denise, did this, yeah. and we point it out because yeah. we we get it, and, and she should do. The thing is, like, it doesn't take away from your following. It doesn't take away from your time to just credit the person. When no. Curious Light, Curious Light is like one of like he, perfect example because this is the account that broke open who the Balenciaga people were, what the Instagram posts will look you mm-hmm. look like right this is the source and all these bigger personalities are thinking like they're acting as if like they made the the dig it's like you found one of one of the posts throughout the dig and you're acting as if that post is mm-hmm. your your dig like right. and it's not right the thing is like it's, it doesn't take away from your popularity it doesn't take away from your following it doesn't take away from your time to simply say hey I took I took this or even if you want to build on from there like let's say that you find a great post and you're like oh let me explore further and we do some some other research yeah. it's okay to cite that post as your basis and be like okay this is what else I found right like thank you to this person yeah. for providing credit 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 like why is it so hard why no, is it so hard like- one of my favorite posts you ever did, though, about about Curious Light and giving giving them credit, because it is it is a problem in this industry, and and we talked about it on the show when you did that. I think we actually played the video for our audience because it is a major major problem where people are just passing off work as their own. And you're 100 percent right. If they were if if she was to be like, hey, Natalie Denise uh, started this thread and and it got me thinking, and I started digging myself, and I found this, that, and that. And this is what I uncovered. That's totally fine. That's that's above board. You you uncovered new information to add to what you uncovered. That's yeah. totally fine. You could definitely do that. It's just like it's like it's like an invention. Somebody invents something, and you take that invention, and you're like, wait a second, this invention would be way better if we just added this, this, and this, and made it made it a little bit better, or or, or uh, something like like a MacBook, for example. A MacBook right. didn't exist. Was was didn't invent computers. They didn't invent the processing programs. They just took what was already created and made it made it better. Right. In my opinion. 
in my some some other people would argue that PCs are better, but uh, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but they didn't they didn't invent it. So, Natalie, we can keep you here for another six fucking hours. We love uh, all of the work that you yeah. do. We love all the work, and you are again welcome anytime. It's so funny how this episode happened. I saw your I saw your your story on Instagram, and I texted you. I was like, "Yo, you good? Like everything all right?" Because you seemed really upset. And uh, did someone steal your work? And we started talking about it. And Alan, out of the blue, goes, "Yo, text Natalie and see if she she wants to come on the show. She's available right now." I'm like, "Oh, right. I'm, I'm actually in the middle of a conversation with her right now." I'm like, "Yeah, Alan just told me to text you." And you're like, "Yeah, I'm, I could come on." I was like, "Perfect, let's do it." It yeah. was it was it was just meant to be. And I'm so glad that you came on our show to discuss all of this because this is a, a a great thread and something that I'm looking looking forward to to more digs on because I'm sure this is the not the last that we're going to see of this Madonna story. Actually, real quick before we close, I wanted to touch on one last thing about Madonna. Do you remember, I don't know if you remember, Alan, because you're retarded, but Natalie probably remembers, early on during the pandemic, uh, when all these major celebrities were making all these big posts and like the Ellens and all these big time celebrities were all over social media just lambasting all the conspiracy people who are outspoken uh about epstein and about the china virus and everything that was going on do you remember madonna making those really weird cryptic videos on instagram and she was like sitting in the bathtub or like eating that weird fucking pasta and then she disappeared off the face of the earth like no no i'm surprised down fucking retard um but uh, nobody, no, nobody brings that up ever. Like she was making all these weird cryptic posts and then she fell off the face of the earth. Like I brought it up during the 2020 election that like all these people that were very outspoken, the 2016, 2017, 2018, they f- disappeared in 2019 and 2020, right before the election, nowhere to be found. No one was saying a thing. And even to this day, like they're pretty quiet about all these situations like you'd expect madonna to be making your social justice warrior posts about the shootings and about damar hamlin and about all these things that are going on crickets from all these people that were very outspoken and uh i haven't seen those videos from madonna those weird cryptic videos in a very long time um yeah but i remember what you're talking about i remember Yeah, you remember those vi- like she was in the bathtub and eating pasta by the typewriter like all this fucking weird shit uh, yeah. And it was correlated to Tom Hanks and his typewriter. Like there was some really weird things going on. I, I remember those bitch, big, all that stuff. Yeah, it yeah. was weird. It was yeah. so strange. So maybe may, maybe that'll help you in your next Madonna dig because a lot of people forget about all of that stuff. Yeah, uh, maybe you can come up with with, with Alanis Morissette. Yeah, true. Alanis Morissette as well. So yeah, Natalie, again, tell tell everybody where they could find you, where they could find your show, the daily traffic, and and all the work, the great work that you're doing. Uh, this is how you spell my name: N A T N A T L Y. Well, you you forgot how to spell your name. What are you, Joe Biden? Don't don't know how to say names anymore because it's a weird name, Natalie Denise. You can find me on Twitter. It's Natalie Denise. I have the I-T-S in the beginning. It's Natalie Denise. And then Natalie Denise on Instagram. And then you can follow my um, alternative news site, The Daily Traffic, on Instagram. It's called The Daily Traffic on Instagram. And on Twitter, it's Daily Traffic, but spelt with the C-K at the end. So The Daily mm-hmm. Traffic, T-R-A-F-F-I-C-K. So and go follow your YouTube as well. Shout out your YouTube channel. I, f- I love your work on YouTube. Oh yeah. Nat- Natalie Denise. So youtube.com slash Natalie Denise. 
and that's where you can that's find where you get me. all your great videos you get great great little shorts do you most... still do daily daily content on youtube or you is it is it like a couple times a week because i see you popping up on my my youtube feed regularly yeah it's a couple times a week i mean uh, uh over the holidays i kind of slowed down but uh, i'm gonna pick it back up there's like some wild stuff going on in the meat and in, in pop culture so i'm probably gonna do oh, no two two videos tomorrow no no kidding well we oh. look forward to them uh send them my way and i will share them uh as always and we appreciate your work uh we'll be back next friday friday 8 30 same bad yeah. time same bad channel we got the uh Kaiser and the Meme Alliance, that Southern dude, and what I meme to say joining us. That'll be another fun episode. Shout out to our sponsors, My Patriot Cigars, Kush Creams, and Sirius CBD. Uh, go check them out. And uh, Natalie, again, thank you so much. It was a blast. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you. Uh, until next time, guys. Where we go one, we go all. See ya. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation, and this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. 
They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. The truth.